0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
0: I just think we were prepared. You
2: know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told
3: us to be prepared.
4: <sighs> mm.
3: Ty? Ty?
5: Ty?
4: I want me some glory, hoe.
5: Dude. You ain't moth. I'm the boss. Hornets. Mm. Mm. It's a me,
6: a Garcia.
4: <laughs> hey, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, um, uh, uh. how about those friggin' pirates?
1: Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation. Here is your host, Clip Brock.
3: Hello and welcome into the first edition of Pirate Radio Live in 2023. Clip Brock here with you. Inside the Pirate Radio Studios on this Tuesday. Welcome into Pirate Radio Live on 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, also online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube as we are streaming there. You can uh, be a part of the program. What is on your mind on this Tuesday as we recap? East Carolina's football season culminating in a bowl victory. Big hoops game coming up Wednesday night. Pirates coming off a huge basketball win on Saturday. We'll talk about that on today's program as well and a whole lot more with our guest on today's show, including Mike Mullis, going to join us here in hour number one in studio around 3 30, 4 o'clock. Michael Perry, former East Carolina coach. Now on the call with the voice Jeff Charles for each and every ECU men's basketball game. We'll talk to Coach Perry about the huge win at Wichita State and the game coming up Wednesday night against UCF. Got that on the way. And Bryce Williams will join us in the Pi Radio studios coming up at 5 o'clock. Shirley Rhodes is here, Chandler Honeycutt, the big dog Glenn Griffin. And to my left, Troy D. Troy, happy new year to you. Happy new year, Clip Rock and Pirate
7: Nation. Glad to be back. And what a great day to be back. What does that say, Clip Rock? 72. 72 degrees and nice outside for the first official work day of the year.
3: It's as nice outside as it is inside. We are both wearing shorts yes. that you cannot see. That's why I'm in such a good mood. You are Winter's, going.
7: Gone, Winter's, <laughs> Winter's gone, baby. Bring on Springtime.
3: <laughs> All right. Beach this weekend? <laughs> Maybe so. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Troy D in a good mood because of the weather and because of the Pirates coming off a bowl victory, a basketball win. Wow. So we have a lot to talk about, Troy D. What a D. finish to the year. Yeah, no doubt. A strong ending to 2022 for ECU.
7: Absolutely. And I I tell you, I was talking to a lot of folks. It's amazing the difference just one win can make, especially the end of the season, especially a bowl game, because we haven't had this feeling in so long, Clip. You know, We either haven't been to a bowl game or we've lost a bowl game. To be able to end it on a win, man, it just completely changes the attitude around the program, in the community, and uh, everyone I've talked to, just so much positive vibes going on as we head into next season now, which is now this season, I guess.
3: There are a lot of positive vibes. Um, I don't want to take away from those positive vibes, but there is something I kind of want to discuss at some point.
7: Well, there's going to be a little change in the roster.
3: And that is we we have to retrain our brains, almost, in the way we think about college athletics and year-to-year and... What are we going to look like next year? What are we going to look how's recruiting for 3 years it, from now? It's a year to year deal. I think those days are long yep. gone. That's Clip Brock's father's way of thinking. This is well, not Clip Brock yeah. Jr's uh era.
7: Right. Sucks. This is a year to year and 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 sometimes even Half season, ha- I saw today. A uh, ECU basketball player transferring right at the uh, start of conference play here. So I mean, sometimes you don't even make it through the season clip, and people are transferring. Yeah, I mean, he so, was going
3: to redshirt anyway, not play this year. But but again, that's where that's what we live in today when it comes to college athletics. So while I agree as a program. Coach stability, those things. If you look at Mike Houston, East Carolina, compared to other schools in the American, we are certainly top half, near the top uh, of positives. But you got to think about the personnel: who's yeah. here, who's not, and and, and how all about that. all
7: those guys from UNC transferring in? Look at the positive
3: sure it's a it yeah. goes both ways it does i mean the portal it's changed the way you can go college in sport, and college one, football you can go in, in one uniform come out in another you can go in not come out at all yeah you can go in in one uniform and come, come out in the same, same uniform
7: saw that in coastal
3: as the coastal carolina grayson mccall did yeah uh, i talked to some coastal
7: folks they were paying him some decent nil money to stay uh, I was told that there was another university wanting to pay him more where he was leaning. But I tell you what, that game with that injury may, may have played a role in that. Maybe he was better off staying at Coastal and getting the treatment he needed and just continuing there after cooler heads prevailed, perhaps.
3: Well, for East Carolina's sake, uh, one player we won't be seeing this year that had a major impact for ECU is Keaton Mitchell, who declared yeah. for the NFL draft. So he is taking his talents to professional football you lose that you lose the school's all-time leading passer yeah lose a hundred thousand yard receiver and noah henderson uh
7: also going pro
3: he is yeah lose your starting tackle i
7: mean just uh you know you can't blame these guys for wanting to better themselves and wanting to get paid as a professional as a pirate fan and
3: supporter of the program you hate to see him go because i think you you everyone well, knew the potential he had here but, i don't blame anybody yeah. for any decision they make because it has nothing to do no, with of me of course
7: i'm just saying selfishly i would have loved to see keaton mitchell in the purple gold one we one all year. would yeah that's
3: i would love I mean, to see every player say part of me suit. that's like damn
7: uh i hate that it happened but i'm also happy for him if it works i hope it works out we I mean, all do yeah sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't that is but true uh, that's the risk these guys take when you leave early. But I, I think it's, uh, you know, obviously, I imagine they've talked with people in the know and consultants and folks that are involved in the league, and uh, they wouldn't do it unless they felt there was a great opportunity to better themselves and to make some money.
3: I mean, I said, and I still stand by that Tyler Snead, I don't think he was going to improve his stock, stay in another year. He wasn't going to get any taller. He could have had another 1,000 yard yeah. season. Would that have improved his stock? I i don't think so uh but you see now he's not playing professional football anywhere still could somewhere but keaton mitchell could he have improved his stock with another year i don't know i mean he he's you got to strike while the iron's hot sometimes and i mean good for him yeah hopefully it does work out for him yeah well i was just
7: look i was glad to see like you said things are always changing now especially in this world of uh of transfer portals and nil stuff it's it's constantly uh, on the move but I was just glad to see at least one moment in time uh, a bowl game that at the onset when it was announced, I think there was a little bit of disappointment where that was East Car- where East Carolina was going. But as it got closer, clip I sensed the excitement in the team and with the players and the coaches said, "Hey, look, here's our opportunity. We're going to make the most of it, and we're going to finish this thing the right way." And there were some ups and downs, uh, obviously during the season, but. I give the guys a lot of credit. They stayed focused. They came hungry. And uh, they played to win. And I thought it was, uh, once again, a great way to finish out the season. And a a positive ending to a great career for Holt Nailers. A legendary career. And let me go ahead and be the first to say it. Future ECU Hall of Famer, Holt Nailers. Get used to that because I'm sure once he gets a chance, uh, a guaranteed first ballot, if you will, Hall of Famer for ECU. And uh, what's next for him, I, I think, is a tremendous pro career. So we'll continue to follow I mean, up. on the
3: post-game show, you had him as like a first-round draft pick. Well, I did not go that crazy. Let's
7: not go nuts. I, but I do think he can have a very good pro career. Let me say that. In um, the NFL? In the NFL, yes. Now, whether he gets drafted or a free agency deal, i I told you before. I, I'm not making any bets on that. I do think he'll get an opportunity in the NFL, and I do think he'll make the most of it. I stand by that statement, and I truly believe it. We'll see. I hope so. That would be awesome. And I always – let me tell you something. I didn't always feel that way. A couple years ago, I'd be like, oh, we'll see. You know, I don't know. You know, he's great. Might just be a good college quarterback. He's proven it to me. Um, And I think his upside, as I said before, we haven't seen yet. I think he's still got a higher ceiling than we've even seen. So, uh, let him get – look what he's done, you know, not 100%. You know, he's been injured all of this year between his shoulder, between his hand, between his finger – uh, you know, get this kid hundred percent. Get him behind an offensive line at a you know that's really high quality. I mean, there's no telling what this guy could do. Get him with some guys that some real quarterback coaches that that can really coach him up there too. You know, no 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 dissing what we have here on staff, but um, you know, you get him involved in something like he's gone to the Peyton Manning deal. You know, you get him on that type of level on a regular basis. I, I think we're going to look back and go, damn. Holton's, uh, you know, as I said, I can kind of compare it to Garner Minshew, you know, um, just like he's having a, a great pro career.
3: We shall see on that. We shall see. Uh, Time will tell. One thing, uh, one change for East Carolina, although, should we even believe this as many times as Steve Schenkweiler has left and returned? Well,
7: first of all, <laughs> not, I want to clear the air on this. I think this is just good marketing. Steve Shankweiler's not retiring, is not leaving. I, I talked to Sha he's just moving offices.
3: And changing he's, positions.
7: Yeah, and changing titles. Yeah. He's still gonna be with the program. I love his new position. He's not gonna be the online coach, but he's still gonna be heavily involved in the program in a great way. He's not going anywhere. So I do think some of this is not really true. It's not retirement where he's off to the sunset and rocking in the you know
3: well, out so at the beach. So what about Chandler's graphic? Retiring from coaching after forty eight
7: I think it's years. a little misleading. I don't think he's retiring. He's still going to be working. Is he coaching? Now that is one of those gray areas where you could maybe say he's not a coach he's going to be what is it, what's his new role with uh, he's going to be Well let's, advi- let's
3: let's hear the post uh, the post game video that we got from the locker All right, room let's hear because uh Mike Houston addressed the team What does that guy know After the Birmingham Bowl victory and we'll hear his words on uh coach Shank
5: Where's coach Shank Waller at? Oh uh, Shank, Shank right there ah. Ah! 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 Hey, 48 years on the sideline. Coach Tankweiler is going to step away from coaching on the field. He's going to remain with the program. He is taking over as our new director of alumni and um, alumni and high school relations. Okay, so he's going to be with us. Okay, but I'm telling you what we wouldn't have been here without him.
7: Not
3: getting rid of me that easy, says
7: Steve Shankweiler. All right, so stepping away from coaching, will still be involved in the program. I love the role of uh, director of alumni and high school relations. And let me tell you this, Clip. They can paint this however they want. And we're reaching out. We hope to talk to Shank later this week. Let me just say that. Uh, once a coach, always a coach. He may not have coaching title. He may not be, be paid the same as a coach. He's still a coach, Clip, and he's still in the building and he still has the ability to talk to kids and coach them up he may not be on the sideline he may not be active every single day at practice but the guy is still involved and he still has a world of knowledge in his head especially when it comes to the offensive line and he's not going anywhere he is taking a new role and that uh, hats off to coach shank for a job well done and job continued to be well done because he's staying here he's not retiring
3: Chandler, can you put all that Troy just said underneath that picture? Uh, I can try. <laughs> all right, Thanks.
2: I did change it from retiring to stepping away, stepping away from coaching. That's yes. fair. I can live with that. Okay, that's. No, I was, did change that st- because John Moody's in the Facebook comments. He's he's also like he's not retiring. Nobody, nobody ever said he was no one retiring. Said he was retiring sorry
7: john you know, people
3: are
2: sensitive about <laughs> oh my this
3: gosh.
7: but well, then- and i did i reached out listen i reached out to coach jank yesterday i said i my first statement was congratulations on the retirement okay and even he said i'm not Troy retired. said he was retiring john he said, he said i'm not retiring i'm moving offices i said okay duly noted no. he is not retiring and I don't want any of our people involved in this retirement nonsense. How about
3: this? Steve Coach, Coach Waller, Shake is staying. He retired and then unretired and is back, but not coaching. He moved offices. Yeah. This, Why don't they just give him the same office? Well,
2: this new role that he's taken over, this, it's kind of like what a Harold Robinson That's what did, it reminded me of. A Harold Robinson yeah. th- type of deal. So we'll see. Yeah.
3: Keaton Mitchell is not leaving because once a pirate, always a pirate. He is always a pirate. So he is not leaving No,
2: he is leaving, actually. He's not. No, he's not because he's always a pirate. He's always a pirate. Well, he'll always
7: be with us in our hearts and minds. (laughs)
3: He's still there. Yeah. But he's not. By
7: the way, nice new look for 2023 clip. Bringing in mustache March early, I noticed. I got a
3: mustache for Christmas. Yeah, that thing is
7: (laughs) thick and bold already. A little
3: salt and pepper action to it for those of you listening on radio. Y'all should ask for one next year. (laughs) I asked for
2: one this year. I just didn't get
3: one. You didn't get Maybe Bryce did. I know Bryce has been working on one. What's the
2: wife
7: say
3: about this? Um, I know
7: she's not always a big fan of the facial hair.
3: No. well, So <clears throat> I re- originally went down to like a Doc Holiday ish I had a little patch here. Oh, you
7: had a soul patch underneath?
3: Yeah. Oh, sweet new look. And she made me uh, shave that for pictures that we took. Oh, But man. let me see I would, the have prefer-
7: I would have loved to see Clip Brock just the soul patch and no mustache.
3: Maybe that's that, coming next time. Could
7: I, If I could put in a request. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see that. All right. Just the under the lip. Soul patch in about two weeks we'll, and no mustache and no beard, just we'll, that. All right, that looks sweet. The
3: request line is open.
7: We could go full midlife crisis mode clip rock with that
3: thing, that'd be awesome. Should I get like some blonde streaks in the hair or something too? While <laughs> you I'm could, could it? go
7: a little bit on the sideburns with the soul patch <laughs> just to balance it out. All right, I think it'll be a cool look. And I, and I will say <laughs> this if anybody can rock facial hair and grow it like in a day and a half, it is you. You grow facial hair at incredible speed,
3: and I was kind and of a late bloomer. I think that's why I'm doing it now. Yeah. I wanted it early on in life and couldn't get it. And, and you can do
7: you it. can pull off multiple looks like that. And then you can shave it off, start over, and then boom, a week later, it's got a whole new look. Yeah. I do I, this is impressive. Ellerby is very envious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How long do you think LRB ever could grow? I don't think he can. I think he can
7: do it in patches. Yeah, I think like patches he can get it, but uh. LRB is still, in many ways, a uh, lifelong 14-year-old. Patches,
3: I'm depending <laughs> on your son. All right, other news and notes. How was uh, Birmingham? Man, I got to tell you, the uh, I call it the new and improved Birmingham, at
7: least where we were. We didn't have to go anywhere to Legion Field, thank God. Um, the, first of all, let me give a shout-out. You know I don't hand out compliments willy-nilly around here, clips. So when I say something is nice, I mean it. I don't just say it to say it. UAB's new stadium— is one of the nicest stadiums I've ever... Now, it's not the biggest. It's probably about 40,000. It's, it's a nice size. It's not small. It's not huge. It's probably just right. But it's probably one of the nicest stadiums I've ever been in. It's almost an NFL-quality stadium at a college level. Uh, many of the NFL features are in that stadium. Of course, it's brand new. They built it for UAB. It should be nice. But I, I look, I, it pains me to say this. It's nicer than Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Once again, doesn't mean it's bigger. Should be. Doesn't mean it's bigger, but it is a lot nicer than what we have here. It's an impressive stadium. Uh, We're able to stay. You know, they've got the Weston, which is almost attached to the stadium, the 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 restaurants and some bars that are right there too. Kind of a little mini entertainment area. Uh, It was nice. I I thought we it was an enjoyable experience. Much better than the other Birmingham bowls I've been a part of. And I was a little surprised, though, that the restaurants cl- kind of closed so early, especially the night of the bowl game. A lot of Pirate fans were looking to go out and celebrate and have fun. Everything was shut down. It was like it was all over. Uh, it so. seems
3: like a miss by them, right? To I agree. know I, what's going on. Correct. It yeah. was
7: like, guys, do you know, not only is there a bowl game, it's, by the way, it's a cross. It would be like, you know... uh, Chico's not knowing there was a free boot Friday for the first game of the year with the, uh, NC State, you know, and, and closing early. Why would you close early? You or know, any like, of these
2: restaurants downtown, like uh, the other than
3: Chico's. Right. Correct. Yeah. Any of them. Correct.
7: Yeah. Like, so you got to be, you got to read the room, know the situation. Yeah, it's right. so
3: 27. And, it's not like there's holiday hours. And I would or think
7: the bowl people would have alerted, hey, by the way, we're going to have a lot of fans. And, and, and as I said, even if just a thousand fans show up, it's a lot of fans in that area. Uh, and by the way, kudos to the East Carolina fans who showed up. Uh I think a lot of these folks came from from the Georgia area, you know, that were down there and that maybe lived in Atlanta um and maybe within a 2-hour time frame. I know some uh, folks drove in from um Tuscaloosa that I knew that are that are pirate fans. There were a lot of let me say out-of-state pirate fans that were there that showed up that live in South Carolina, maybe the drive was a little bit shorter. Uh the pirates, we have a picture of this on our social media if you want to go back and look at it, but we filled an entire side clip. I mean, it was I didn't think we were gonna have but like fifteen hundred people down there. We had thousands of folks down there.
3: I didn't realize we, we it filled watching it in, the game. We I fill, didn't see it till later.
7: And I remember talking pregame, EC was on the wrong side for the T V.
3: Yeah. The cameras. Yeah.
7: We were we were on the bad side, which means we faced the same way the cameras faced. To look better on TV, we needed to be on the other side, it would have looked full. Um But man, kudos to Pirate Nation shows up and they did in a big way. And as I said, I I don't think it was necessarily folks leaving in droves from Greenville to go there. I I think this was a testament to fans that live out of state and uh, away from here that that made a trip out of it too.
2: And it's a shame that those establishments closed early because Pirate fans love the party and especially after wins.
7: And the night before, the places were packed and it was packed with all, it it was easily five, six to one Pirate fans to Coastal Carolina fans. (laughs) I mean, there there were a few Coastal Carolina fans, but it, this was an ECU home game, and uh, the, the Pirates took over all the places we went to. It was Pirate fans everywhere down there, but uh, yeah, missed opportunity for those guys. But overall, uh, I thought it was a good, positive experience. It was obviously great to be able to end it uh, with a win and in um, a dominant show at that. Yeah. Uh, and it was you know I would say very positive you know there wasn't a lot where I look back go, oh I hate that I went, or it was none of that you know I wasn't really excited about going into it but coming home I was like man I'm glad I did it
3: yeah you know? it's putting up 53 points uh, a lot of positives coming out of it I guess one negative uh, one player didn't stay there the entire game uh, Jawan Powell and I'm just reading what I have from Hoist the Colors uh, left the game at halftime apparently did not know that. And did he go I in the transfer not, portal? I was halfway? not aware of that. Uh, I don't know if there's a portal door in the locker room, wow. but apparently his parents told were there. That stadium's nice. And from what I've read, just re- rode home at, with his uh, family. He
2: pulled an Antonio Brown. He did.
3: Except he did it he in didn't the locker take his room shirt off. not on the field. All yeah. right. Uh, man. That's kind of strange. I would say so, yeah. yeah. You don't see that a lot. Go ahead and finish out the game. Huh. So, uh, as of right now, I would not expect Juan Powell to be in the future plans for East Carolina. We'll talk mm-hmm. more with Igo about that on yeah. uh, Wednesday. So that was uh, that was weird. To re- I didn't see that until like a day. Actually, it was brought up at uh, halftime of the basketball game the night after the bowl game. Somebody had seen that. So anyway, there's that. Um, we need to take a break. We'll talk some pirate hoops. We'll uh, talk about NFL. I don't think we have an update right now on uh, what happened last night. Watching live with my son last night when that
7: happened. Uh, kind of unprecedented, in uncharted waters with The NFL in that situation,
3: very sad. It was a Buffalo. We actually
5: do have an update.
3: Damar Hamlin from the Bills. What's the update?
1: It's from the Bills in the last like few minutes here, uh, and it just—it's real simple. It just says that he's still in critical condition at the medical facility there in Cincinnati. So,
3: no update. No <laughs> update, really, a, other than that the situation has not gotten better, better or worse. Yeah. yeah. So, so that has put Week 17 on pause, as that game right now still suspended. I, I, I,
8: they they, they, they announced it.
7: today that they will not be so they're canceling the game. Dealing with that game, so it's just that game will just be. I don't like think it they
8: announced. They that. announced no contest.
3: When did they announce that? Earlier. Read it up. I think they announced they wouldn't be playing it this week, but did not say they wouldn't be playing it at all. But I will do. Yeah, they got an interesting dilemma
7: that. because I don't know where you play
3: it. If you keep everything on schedule well, and games. when you play it, yeah, I, it's how do you do it? Because the Bills went home, right? So they are gearing up for their Week 18 game, correct? And you know the Bengals, I think have the Ravens. So it, it happens so fast. You're this late in the year, it would be tough to find a spot. Yeah, there's to, no uh, open dates to get, at get this it in. Point. Yeah, I don't know. You're correct. It says that. Uh, the Bills Bengals game will not be resumed this week. NFL announced there's no decision on Correct. potentially resuming at a later date, but there's no later date to be had. That's what we talked about. Glenn coming in 0 for
7: 2 Hot in the Year. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to mess with you, Glenn.
4: Things
7: a- happen. I mean, I I mean, no, we appreciate it. We they, I mean, it. <laughs>
3: there was statements released. True. That just I may have not been 100% right on. True. Also true. Fair. 2 for 2. <laughs> Two for
7: two. When to make a comeback right <laughs> hey, there. He's, he's, hey, back. he's back even. Five hundred, David.
3: All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Mully gonna join us on the program. Oh, yeah. And uh, big Sun. night, Wednesday night, Minji's Coliseum for ECU basketball. The Sugboat. Strolling back into town. Yeah, how about that with UCF? Park suck, Park. Suck. Suck. Hopefully, it sinks. Uh, the memories. Well, the boat sink this time. The memories. My goodness. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at UniversitySportswearENC.com. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care uh, take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff
3: Brock. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live. Great to be back with you here on this Tuesday. See what you're saying real quick. Josh says, uh, horrible what happened last night prayers for damar shout out uh, to ems and medical professionals that were able to get uh, to him and start working on him so early so quickly absolutely on that uh john moody says hashtag keep keep the stash all right i'm gonna keep it uh jonathan says clip is your hat got this for christmas nope you've this, had that hat this is an old hat yeah. courtesy of jason mills yeah. he's dh uh, conley baseball uh, and, of course, we read John's uh, comment. Coach Shank did not retire. He's changing roles. No one exactly. ever said he was retiring. Thank you, John. I agree 100%. <laughs> no one ever said that. No either. one ever said that. Yes. Um, Newton on Players Leaving says, that's why it's hard to see ECU reach a big win season, 10 or 11 wins, when the guys leave early and not finish. Glad Holden did. God, I was having flashbacks to the Peach Bowl watching Tulane. Tulane Didn't
7: just mean, had a 12 season. I mean, what? Can we incra- not do that? What an incredible! I think we can do that over USC Trojans. Why can't we do that? Exactly. I was watching that game, going, "This could have been ECU if a few things had gone different this past season."
2: And what a turnaround for Willie Fritz in that program because they By were the way, two and 12 last year.
3: That's correct. Troy, on the postseason, or on the post-game show, you said something to the effect of. Let's let's not make this a, a season of what ifs. Let's make it a, a season that what it was. Well, what it, correct? That's a great line right there. So, so not yeah. make it a
7: season of what ifs. Let's make it a season of what 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 was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was post
3: game. So, are you doing another thing where you argue with your? This is new year, new. It's meme, not a buddy. season of what was. It should be a season <laughs> of what, what ifs. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been us. Yeah. So, new year, new Troy. D. As you were saying that, I was laughing at all the what if conversations you've had this year. <laughs> we should have done another compilation that yeah, we did with a, him about the uh, yeah. about taking it easy. He just did it I, himself. I, That's what I'm saying. I he slow
2: just, pitched that one to you. <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: A uh, season of what ifs. Um, Tyler says, "Clip looks like a woolly willy." Is that the thing with the uh, maybe the magnetic thing? Oh
7: yes, yes, I, I believe draw. so. Yeah, I had one of those as a kid, actually.
3: Robert says more talk of Jim Harbaugh leaving for the NFL should have
7: been the Bears.
2: The idiots should have hired him last year. Could be bring him home. Could be <laughs> Carolina. Could I was today be. years old. I was today years old when I found out that he was actually with the Carolina Panthers as a player, um, as a quarterback in 2001. He was there so. for one be year. hell of a hire
7: by the Panthers if they could pull it off. That would fire up
3: the locals, I believe. Oh, yes. yeah. Hell of a hire. Because Pro- you're not hiring NFL a college coach. You're hiring a guy that's been to a Super Bowl yes. in the but NFL.
7: Denver's in the mix, too, from what I'm
3: hearing. So. Sure. I, I mean, uh, I think he would be. He and Sean Payton would probably be the top two sought-after candidates. He's the hot chick in the room imagine. right now. At some point, we'll get to other NFL talk. Um, I, had, I, got a, I got a lot to say about Ron Rivera and his decision-making ability. Which is the new mascot they debuted. uh, What was they called? Major Tutty. Major Tutty. Stupid. I hate that word, Tutty, also. It's like a slang for touchdown? It's stupid. I hate that word. Uh, Yeah. hate the mascot. I'm with you on that. I hate it all. I agree. Hate, hate, hate. (laughs) That's a Tutty. That'll come at another time. Uh, Real quick, Troy. um, Final standings for 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, yes. How do we all do? Um we hear the country song one more time please or? i mean for, all, just for, all, for old time's sake just before days, we go down the standings and everything days, mm-hmm. 40 40 i, I want to hear the song days, one more time all right go ahead just for old time's for sake 14 days, 14 one of the best country days, hits of 2022 days, 40 balls in 14 days 14 Clip rock chandler Honeycutt. It's
7: also playing at the buck hey. tonight
9: 40 bowls
3: in 14 days. Uh Makes me sad. Bowl season's over. 40 bowls in 14 days. It's a lot better than some country songs out there. Absolutely. Here we go. Y'all ready? And it's got a great message.
2: Mama said 40 bowls. Papa said 14
3: days. Now I remember when Mama said that.
2: Mama said 40 bowls. And then Papa said
3: this. Yep. Papa said 14 days. For 40 bowls. 14 days. 44. Sing along. 14 days. Everybody 40 bowls. In a 14, days. Everybody 40 bowls. In a 14 days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, there wow, you go. For good. the final time. 41 nice. bowls were picked, Troy D. Incredible. I, I am glad to say we had a winning record. By the skin of our teeth, twenty-one and twenty. Wow, where the bowl pickers this, now? This year. Once again, this is just
7: straight up. This is not even against the spread. That's Correct. how hard it is to pick these things.
3: Very, mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah,
7: let this be a lesson to you, future betters out there.
3: I did not help us out this year uh, because I went zero and one. That was before Jeff Nadeau had his lock of bowl season and said, "Take Air Force to win." I took the opponent mm. and was incorrect on that. Troy D, uh, most wins for a picker this year, Troy D. At three and one, thank you. Cole. Very strong. A great start to the year. Best winning percentage uh, with games picked. Mike Mullis, who should be joining us shortly, uh, at two and zero this year. So nice. congrats to Mully. Uh Worst picker of the year goes to Stephen Igo and Bryce Williams, who are both zero and two mm. on the year. Tough break for those guys. Hate to hear that. Not big college guys. Chandler zero and one. Shirley zero and one. With their picks. I was zero and one. I chose. I picked the Tulane
2: USC game in the Cotton Bowl. I did it as Corey Glor, yeah. and I chose the team that he doesn't even do the play-by-play for. Correct. I should have done it for Tulane. Yep.
3: Yeah, should have.
2: What a win for the Greenway. Yeah, a
3: great win for them. We should have had you pick the state game as Gary Hunt. <laughs> no, I don't, oh, no, I'm Poor not. Poor Gary
7: Hunt. You know, now granted, maybe it was not, not the appropriate venue to be making <laughs> comments like that. But like the guys had an incredible career i mean i feel like he should just apologize and they, they should let him they, i don't hey, think he should be
3: fired over it you know? down the <laughs> i don't either uh like, I, I don't
7: it think is he a, should have his career ruined because of it
3: no nah, we have the audio but he, of that? he probably know. will but he shouldn't do and we have the audio for people that haven't heard it? no we don't nah, we don't sh- have sh- i would sh- we even play we it? probably oh. find it it's, it's not, not that bad it's, not bad. it's, it's, not- it's But it's not the place to be talking about. No, it's not the venue. It was stupid.
6: Yeah.
2: I mean, he definitely... That was just totally... I say it all the time, Clip. What what was
3: it? Unnecessary. Unnecessary. It was unnecessary. Uh, And now, if he would have said that the Sun Bowl Fan Fest had to be canceled because they are using the convention center to house migrants, that would be factually correct. Right. Again, it has nothing to do with the game or the score. Right. Probably uh, should have just bypassed all that. Yeah. But... uh, but he didn't. So yeah.
7: But we're losing the bottom line is we're losing a lot of these people that Chandler does good impressions on. I
2: know. Gruden's Gruden? We've lost Gruden. <laughs> no. Gary Hans.
7: We're on the verge of losing Gary Hans. I'm starting That's to like...
2: worry about Corey Gore. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking, like, oh my gosh, Corey Gore, <laughs> yeah. please
7: don't get it's in like trouble. It's like a kiss of death. If uh Chandler starts doing impersonations of you, be careful. Yeah.
3: Look at Your career's Rich. over. <laughs> Hopefully Coach, Coach Rick Smith near a microphone. Coach
7: Houston, be careful.
3: Yeah there you go uh john moody says upon further review i would like to apologize to my pirate radio family for coming out of the gates hot about the coach shank news in my previous comment john apology I,
7: I also accept john's apology and thank you for your listenership for these many years john there you go all right definitely uh, a P one listener let's uh where's Molly? should we call mully i guess well i he i saw him at lunch today at tiebreakers so i know he was coming in because he mentioned it to me
3: jansen says the new commander's mascot is a bootleg stormy from the canes i didn't even think about that
7: it looks like that yeah that's exactly what it is or like an old
3: piggly wiggly mascot but of course it is a
7: (laughs) what if it was an old piggly wiggly mascot they put a new shirt on on yeah they just
2: hey we don't we're we're carly sees now we're not piggly
3: wiggly anymore we don't need this mascot costume here you can have
2: he picked it up on clearance like (laughs)
7: salvation
3: army it was the It's supposed to be honoring the hogs, but does it honor the hogs? It was in the mascot (laughs) section. (laughs) There you go. Joining us, Pit Electric Lifeline, Mike Mullis. Not
7: even in person.
3: Happy New Year, Molly.
5: Hey, buddy.
7: Molly, how lazy. Why couldn't you be here in
3: studio? Because I've
5: seen you enough
3: for one day. Good answer. (laughs) Molly, if I could not be in studio, I would as well, but I'm forced to be here. Uh, Mully, what you doing, man? What's up? Oh,
5: you know, just working, ringing in the new year. Uh, You know, it's a busy time.
3: You wearing your Aaron Rodgers jersey today?
5: I am. You know, I'm all in on that cat.
3: (laughs) He's got Green Bay feeling good again. And uh, R-E-L-A-X, relax. Just like a few years ago, Packers now went away from making the playoffs after a horrible season.
5: Yeah, no. This is. Uh, I mean, I, we we kind of text a little bit during the game and after the game. He's the uh, he's the girlfriend. that's just hard to love, but uh, he's you know he's what we got. I, he, he's really good. I mean, he, you know he's he's really good, but I don't know. He's just uh, he's just so so bizarre this year.
3: Speaking of bizarre, Troy D, any thoughts on Green Bay? No, uh, I do
7: have some thoughts on, on Monday Night Football. Did you see, I'm sure you if you didn't see it, you've Seen it now? What transpired last night, Molly? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw it, and
5: it's uh,
7: it's sickening. Here's what was kind of stunning to me about it because I was watching in real time, and it did. You know, when when he first went down, there was an injury. I was like, "Well, who got injured?" Because I had a re, I had a DVR. I rewound it to see what happened because it wasn't. We've all watched a lot of football, and sometimes you'll see a guy coming down the sideline. He just gets and It's one of those wow hits. Um, this was seemed like a routine kind of tackle. It wasn't anything that was out of the ordinary, uh, I would say. It, it just seemed like a football play. It, it wasn't one of those things, "Oh, well you this guy's going to be he got up and then all of a sudden he collapsed." And if you I didn't even see him until they showed the replay him collapsing. I think they cut away on the on the live feed when it originally happened and that was shown in the replay. But then it, I was like Well, you saw how serious it was, I think, when the whole team surrounded him that early and the ambulance was on the field. You started seeing the reactions that this isn't a normal injury. And even though they weren't going into details at the time, it kind of, you know, I I remember watching this happen, too. I was watching live with with Dale Earnhardt when he hit that turn in the wall. And at first you think, oh, he he wrecked his car, but nothing terrible. He didn't flip it. It wasn't crazy, but it was enough to kill him. And, you know, same with this situation. Sometimes you never – even though it didn't look terrible, it ended up could be an absolute tragedy, and and hopefully he can pull through. He's still in the hospital under critical condition. But, uh, man, this could end up – who knows what his future is, even if he recovers from this, you know, uh, and hopefully he will. He may never even be able to play again. Right now he's just fighting for his life. But – um, that was the thing that kind of stunned me was like at first you were like well what happened it didn't seem that bad but something that doesn't seem bad can be very bad as, as we've learned you know throughout the years
5: yeah uh, and i don't know what else any of us can say about it i mean i think the recap you just gave kind of sums it up and i think that's kind of where the where the sport, sports world is right now i think the nfl has done the right thing by coming out saying that this game will not be finished this week and you know, at some point, you know they'll have to figure all that out. But I, again, I don't know. I mean, anybody that watches, anybody that's ever played any type of sport, anybody that's got children that still play—I've got two boys that love football very, very much. And Troy, I know you have one as well. Uh, you know, it, it makes you go. You know what? I'm—we're we're done with this game. Uh, but this is one of those deals. This, this, this type of injury uh, is more apt to happen with a, you know, line drive off the chest or, you know, one of those types of things. So it, I, you know, the, I guess the moral of the story is that it could happen at any time and, you know, every day's precious. And it's kind of, you know, it, it, it definitely is a, uh, it definitely is a very sad uh, occurrence. And it's, uh, it, you know, what it does is it rehumanizes these guys that look like superheroes and, you know, they, the way they wear the shields and the masks and, uh, you know they, they've got the the I guess the visors and they they, they these guys they're gladiators and they're uh, you know they're, they're kind of superhuman uh, until you see this happen and you see what an impact it has you know to have a teammate affected that way and I think that's I think that's the the biggest takeaway if you try to maybe look at the positive here is that it's a testament to the to the value of being part of a team it's a testament to uh, the relationships that are building and competing in team sports and in, in teams in life in general. So um, yeah, I mean, obviously prayers uh, go, go have gone and, and will continue to go up to him and his family. And, and I think that uh, again, the other bright spot is the amount of money that's been raised by his charity. You know, he's doing the, 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 the GoFundMe to raise money that, to give toys to kids and was shooting for twenty five hundred bucks and last thing I heard it was over three million so it's uh, you know a, a lot of things that can be taken away from it you know nobody wants to hear about a perfect story and this young man's got a story to tell now that through his trials and tribulations a lot of people will be positively impacted
7: and, and this is the dark side of sports unfortunately and, and and it's not just football as you mentioned baseball you know you're you're one play away from taking a baseball to the head uh, as a batter i mean accidents can and do happen we've seen that before we've seen other people have uh, life-changing injuries in football we've seen things happen in basketball even and uh, players die on the basketball court um that's the the dark side of of unfortunately athletics just like in life that things can and do happen that are bad at times and it kind of makes you stop like you said and hey these guys just aren't numbers on a sheet of paper and just aren't fantasy stats they're real people and i think this is especially on this stage on a monday night football where it was the only game being played prime time and, and a game that uh had playoff implications a lot of people were paying attention to this and then when it happened uh espn stick it would have been easy for them to go okay we're going to go ahead and put a 30 for 30 on and we'll come back and we have more information sticking with it and staying with the story for an hour to—I mean, I stayed with it until uh, Scott Van Pelt came on SportsCenter, and that was like midnight, I think. Um, staying with it the whole time, and I think, Clip, you said you know you were doing something else, but as the, you were following online the score as it was paused, you started to see what was happening. Yeah. So I think the audience probably grew <clears throat> as the night went on because then people wanted to know, well, how is this young man? What's happening? What's the latest? What's the update? um and still now we only know so much we really don't know any more than we knew last night but uh definitely our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family but that is the the unfortunately molly as you know the dark side of sports
5: yeah again i don't know if it's um i don't know if it's maybe unfair or even uh maybe just a little dramatic to call it the 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 dark side it's that's called i mean that's just that's life it's also temporary and you know very fragile and uh you know, it's it's kind of yeah, it, it's extremely unfortunate. But you know, we all run a risk getting out of bed in the morning, and so it's uh, you know, again, we just hope hope for the best, and 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 it'll, it will be interesting to see how this thing's handled. I, from a business standpoint, I think the NFL's got an absolute uh, an absolute atom bomb on their hands. Uh, if they handle this thing the wrong way, and uh, you know, I, I, I and I don't know what the answer is. That's that's a, that's in a boardroom at the top of the tallest building in New York. So. We'll let them kind of handle that, but I but I do know that uh, you know the this has been an interesting year. Started, in my opinion, with the Tua concussion, non concussion, and how that was handled so you know so poorly by the NFL. And uh, you know the 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 message has been we care about these players, and these players are people. And uh, now's the opportunity to uh, for them to put that into action. So we'll see how it all pans out. I think that the the most important thing is is obviously uh, the the health and well being. You know, of the player, and, and then the mental well being, mental well being of the players that were around him, as you know, his teammates and and you know, brothers in arms.
7: Yeah, Mully, you're right. I mean, there's no playbook for this. The NFL can't go to you know, say, hey, here's the how we handled this situation before. Uh, really uncharted waters with this thing. And you're right. I think the eyes of a nation are on the NFL now. How they handle this going forward, separate uh, from from DeMar's hopeful recovery. What do they do going forward? Uh, and that, that'll be talked about i'm sure the you know hopefully they'll do the right thing but who knows what that right thing is at this point i mean what
3: what other safety precautions can you put in like where chest protection i
7: I don't know i I don't know what the answer is for that i was just talking about where they go now like do they play this game do they not play this game you know what's the right move i I don't know that's what i'm saying I, i i don't know what the right move is i don't think if i was an advisor to the nfl i i don't know what you do because we talked about it before now it's a logistical issue timing wise you can't play these games but so close together You're running up against the last week of the season coming this Sunday. Uh, Buffalo's already back home.
3: The playoffs start the following week. I don't know what you do, you know, as far as that goes. Yeah, I don't think they're – yeah, I I mean, we're going to sit back and judge what they do, but we ourselves don't know what the right Right, move is. Right, correct. It's a really tough spot. And I don't know, kind of gross all the – You don't have to have a a, a comment or an opinion on everything. It's okay to just kinda sit back and wait and like just people going nuts last night about everything. Uh idiots like Skip Bayless and then everybody wanting to cancel Skip Bayless. Like it's okay to just like keep your thoughts to yourself, uh because it's not about you at that time. It's about the injured player and his team. I don't know. It's just Kind of gross, uh, the stuff I that went do, on I last night. I am no fan of Skip Bayless. I do think – I reread his tweet. I do
7: see where it could be taken out of context where – I think he was trying to make the point, none of it matters at this point. It's all irrelevant. But people only saw the first part of the tweet where it says, how could you stop a game? You know, and But – okay. But, so I, I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Is he try, was he trying to say, it doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. All that matters is to this young man's health.
3: That's the, Sure, but good or way. bad, I don't care what he has to say about it, or anybody else for that matter. I don't know. It's, sometimes it's okay to just not say anything and just beat your Yeah, head I up. know. I'm
7: just responding to that because you brought it up. I yeah. just, you know, I think it's, I, you could read what you want into it, but maybe you're right. Maybe he would have been better off not tweeting anything. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not going to do any good uh, at that point. But that, he's also an attention seeker. That's sure. what he does. He likes to rattle cages. So I don't know how much of that was trying to... I don't want to say offend people, but get people to retweet and talk about
3: them. Molly, we got to take a break. You want to hang on or go? Your call.
5: Yeah, I, you know what, boys? I, I'm going to need to jump off. I've got a four o'clock. I, I, uh, we'll, we'll catch up again soon, spend a little more time together, and I'll even, uh, as long as Troy isn't there, I'll try to make it in studio.
3: Sounds good. I uh, originally had you at four when troy was going to be gone but you had uh, something come yeah, up your, so
7: you're, you're encroaching my time molly i
3: always try to set it, it up be a little so nicer you're, you're not with troy molly <laughs> you know that so
5: yeah look we love each other we've been doing this together for how long and and i do i probably get more comments on my time on the air when it relates to the banter uh or really the, the hard time that i enjoy giving troy so uh we'll just say it's good for radio yeah it is <laughs> nobody
7: cares about Molly's sports takes no, no we just wanted we just want to uh diss on each other
3: yeah all right molly man we'll see you soon all right see you okay hey clip happy Yo. new year happy new year mike mullis i'll tell you that again next week molly
7: let me be the first to wish
3: you a merry christmas all
5: right bye
3: for <laughs> let's take a break we'll come back only 11 months away one more segment to go this hour and we'll turn it over to hour two where we will hear from michael perry Fired up for some ECU hoops in Menchie's Coliseum. And that is the problem. I didn't want to be fired up again for ECU hoops. But oh, they won on Saturday.
7: The lift in the spirits. And I, I, I
3: got to get excited again. Yes. I was deflated last Wednesday. I was like, all right, I'm good on ECU hoops. I'll, st- I'll keep going. Not so fast. But now I got to get excited again. You back in. I'm going to paint my face and everything. <laughs> all right, more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
1: listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear now back to the show
9: welcome back do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event we'll keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sports square provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Happy New Year to you and yours. We're with you every weekday, 3 to 6, right here on Pirate Radio. And uh, looking forward to a fun 2023. You got ECU baseball on the horizon. Big basketball game coming up tomorrow night. Troy D, something to look forward to uh, February 23rd. Circle that date, Troy D. The 23rd. Season 3 of Outer Banks. Oh, man. <laughs> Their returns. Wow. I
7: know you'll be fired I up for that I knew it was coming out. Yeah. Um, i have to refresh my memory of how it ended. Uh, I don't the remember last either. season. It was a little vague.
3: I don't even know if I watched all of season 2. I'll
7: have to go uh, back and check it. I remember the guy's boat blew up. Wasn't that the season 1? Was that season 1 already?
3: I don't remember. I'm going to have to go back and I see. I got to look. Yeah.
7: it's been. It feels like it's been two years since they've done one of these things but it hasn't been that long i don't think
3: yeah season three coming out february 23rd i'll admit
7: i'm gonna watch (laughs) yeah whether i want to or not guilty pleasure i get hooked on that stuff
3: all right um other news and notes i saw where the ncaa is recommending a 90 team ncaa basketball tournament hmm i like it looking for expansion it's fine with me yeah um, 90 teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if it lasts another 14 week, days. Another week. I'm down for that. March Madness, best time of the year. I
7: mean, all it is is more money for the NCAA, if you think about it. they're the that, That's the one thing they control is the NCAA tournament. They don't control bowl season. They sure as hell don't control the playoffs for football. Basketball's all they got. So if they want to make more money, what do you do? You expand it
3: i'm trying to find out so eight, maybe they go if it's 90 teams you do two play-in games because then you would have 88 divided by four is 22 so you'd have 22 teams in each bracket maybe that's the way it goes 22 so the, the one versus the 22 I how long would it be
7: before ecu makes it if it gets expanded to 90
3: uh looking at our past numbers uh we still wouldn't make it what would it take to be a top 100
7: team that's a good goal for us, right? To start in basketball. Let's be top
3: 100. Yeah, I don't think we've been that since ever.
7: That would be what? There's over 300 teams playing D1 basketball, so it would be a top third
3: in yeah. the country. Let's I think right top... now we're in the top two. I'm trying
7: to be realistic. Young Troy D, like, let's be a top 25 team. You know, I, I would be irrational exuberance. Now, as I'm older, I'm a little more mature. Clip. Let's just be a top 100 team. Is that realistic? I'm asking. A top 100 team? Uh, top 100. Can we break the 100? mark seal let us see I, where that, we are in net let's rankings us start there right now. i feel that should be our goal let's be a top 100 team
3: i wonder the cit right year what we were in the uh the net rankings anybody listening smart enough to Probably pull still that up 150 for is my guess yeah so we would have yeah. to do even better I, I, than that. is
7: it possible yes i think it's possible
3: here we go will it happen Troy in D's life? first anything is possible of 2023 <laughs> thank you for saying that <laughs> that one just slipped out i wasn't even planning to is it
7: possible but is it possible? I'm asking. <laughs> you just said it was. I believe it's possible. I'm asking you. Do you think it's possible? In your lifetime, will ECU be back in postseason? In the top 100? In, well, in, Let me just say this. <laughs> will ECU, in your lifetime, Clip Rock, be in what we know as the NCAA
3: tournament March Madness? If I have to bet... And if I win the bet, I get an extra 10 years added to when I was supposed to die according to God's plan. Okay. And if I lose, I'll die 10 years earlier okay. than I was supposed to die. I would bet no. Okay. Just going off in history. Yeah. I would say it's a pretty good bet. Right. To say no. Yeah. Um, right now, East Carolina is 166 in the net ranks. So we're not that far off, man. No. Nah. I mean seriously we're kind of like
7: middle of the road right now <clears throat> as far as middle of the road being how many d1 in all teams? of
3: college basketball
7: 334 or something
3: there are 363 oh more now right Three,
7: uh, 363 yeah so hold on let me just do some quick so math we're in here. the top half so that's a start 363 boy there's a lot of teams
3: playing d1 181 is the
7: halfway point there. we just
3: beat 131 wichita state
7: so we're in the top half of major Division One basketball clip,
3: if you want to look at it that way. Major Division One basketball. So right, you're D1 calling bas- like Bethune right, Cookman? Right, D1 and basketball? IUPUI. We're in the
7: top half of D1 basketball right now. Correct. Would you call us with the elites?
3: No, we're the top half,
7: not the bottom half clip. The top half. Yeah. All
3: right. We're well, the, that's a start. We're at the bottom of the top half. Way to put
7: a sour <laughs> note on such a great song.
3: I uh, saw Igo put out a tweet earlier today. Um, Brandon Suggs returning Wednesday night. Will you cheer or boo? Brandon uh, first Suggs? of all, I'm
7: not gonna I'm not gonna boo Brandon. So I would not encourage anyone to boo him. Okay, I don't. To me, I know I want to boo him.
3: Are you gonna cheer?
7: No, I don't feel I have to cheer for him either. I I. Well, like, I, I you know what? A, a young man sitting next to me not too long ago once said, "It's okay not to do anything." Yeah. You don't have to make a comment. Correct. And you don't have to cheer or boo. No. You can go just to watch someone like that. You can cheer for your Pirates. Cheer for your team. Right. I'd, which which you should do. That doesn't mean you have to boo the opposition. It doesn't damn sure doesn't mean you have to cheer for them. Sure. So, no, I, I would not boo or cheer for him.
3: You are abstaining.
7: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I don't have any axe to
3: grind with him. I was going to say... How
7: about he, you? You're the one with the emotional attachment. To that's correct.
3: If he was announced in the starting Former lineup, captain of the, the SUG boat. boat. <laughs> if he was announced, I, I would uh, give him a few claps. Yeah. But he's not a starter. Okay. So I'm going to do nothing. So you would give suck, him a... Gol- you would give him a golf clap. Correct.
8: Yeah.
7: Now, I was the, you know, footnote in history, a one-day honorary captain of the sugboat, boat, which many will remember. Um, How some, did that happen? Someone called that a search and seizure.
6: <laughs> you pirated <laughs> you were, the. Sunbat. You were out that day, and I yeah. was filling
7: in for you. Yeah. So uh, I was kind
3: of <laughs> became a self appointed subboat captain. You're a bandwagon anything. You bandwagon. Uh, but it was
7: only one day, but uh, it was it was a great moment. But no, um, I don't know. We're you know you're as I said you're probably the one with the most emotional skin in this game.
3: Correct. Yeah. Um, so I'll take your lead on this clip, Chandler. What is your uh, thoughts on booing, cheering, Brandon Sucks? You'll be there tomorrow. I'll be
2: there tomorrow. I'll be covering uh, for Pirate Ready. I'm definitely going to be getting uh, a lot of video of him warming up and coming onto the court. Um, if I'm just a typical fan there, I'm just probably not going to do anything. I just watch him come onto the court. I might give a clap. I, mean, I would clap more than boo.
3: Yeah. yeah I would definitely now, not Now, if I was again. a student, Minji's Maniacs, I might boo him like every time he touches the ball give them that kind of welcome back mm-hmm. but i'm uh i'm not in that position in my life right you're, now you're a grown man you're 40 correct 41 even yeah speaking of numbers uh rohan says even if we were top 90 100 we still wouldn't get into the tournament even with 68 teams you got to be top 40 ish in the net to get a that uh, large spot correct i know and we were fantasizing that if they expand to 90 that's
7: what we're talking about not ex- the existing format.
2: I'm still um, trying to find uh you know in 20 the 2012-2013 season when the Pirates won the CIT championship, Jeff lebo and his program won 23 games that year. They were 23 and 12. They only finished the season in co- in the conference 9 and 7, but they did finish with an overall record of 23 and 12. I'm still trying to find the net rankings where the Pirates finished up that year. What year was it? 2012-2013. So they started in the fall of 2020, or excuse me, 2012 and then they finished the season in the spring slash winner of uh 2013.
3: so you're doing your research on that
2: i'm trying to and uh <laughs> i i can't find the net rankings the final net rankings where the pirates finished that year so okay
3: all right uh, with a
2: 23 and 12 record you would think that it would be at least top 150 yeah yeah so i don't know i'm at one
7: 140 that year 145
3: uh I guess. john moody whose daughter was on the sugboat, if i recall or the youngest member of the sugboat, says i'm gonna s- oh i'm sorry this is john monroe not john moody oh, this is john monroe. moody on your brain john monroe uh no relation to rodney says i'm gonna send the sugboat into the glory hole now, i don't know what that means
7: but there it is there it was nah, i don't know what that right means, in the middle Tom. of it
3: i'm just reading what you <laughs> I said
7: made some glory, we're yeah.
3: gonna need some explanation <laughs> on that i don't know what that means jerry jones may know what that means all right um let's see anything else so there you go all right troy d good to see you good to see you clip and by the way let me be one of the last to wish you a happy new year happy new year to you
7: how long we've had this discussion before in past years What's the etiquette on wishing someone a happy new year?
3: Right. When does it what, end?
7: What, yeah. Like, do you give it through this weekend? A week? Yes. Yeah. Once you're a week out, you're like, all right, that's enough of the happy
3: new or, year. Or I think if you see somebody in January, January 14th, f-
7: you haven't seen in a while, do you still wish them a happy new year? Yeah. Two weeks
3: out? I would say yes.
7: Okay. So, different rules for different people. Yeah. Okay.
3: Speaking of which, different rules for different people. Kenny Curling says, give them hell. He left, and he plays for that crappy University UCF. Susan wow. Dean said, stay classy, no booing. There you go. So everybody's got an opinion on Kinda, it. You know what? That's, what makes, that's why they have multiple
7: flavors of ice cream, Clip. Because everybody likes and thinks something different. That is correct. Yep. America. Baskin-Robbins. Was it 32 flavors? I want to say 31. 31. Maybe they should add an extra one because there's so many
3: different opinions uh let's take a break eric says ecu was 127 according to these rankings not sure if this is official could you let us know what you're looking at eric we can't see you or your rankings (laughs) what rankings are you looking at are these eric's personal rankings or are they something else as i said i think top 100 is a good goal to shoot for to start right now it is and it is attainable right let's let's be a top 100 team I think that'd be awesome great step in the right direction let's win tomorrow night and see where we are
7: one game at a time clip
3: when we return Michael Perry joins us to talk pirate hoops that's on the way pirate radio live back with you after this
1: two of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with the University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation. And GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Trying to do some internet research here. From what I'm seeing from collegerpi.com, East Carolina's RPI ranking in 2012-13 hoops, and it doesn't have the correct record. I don't know if this is right or not. But I'm seeing East Carolina at 104, so I'm gonna assume Chandler's uh, research has ended. And you, uh, did you just say, did you give up on your research?
2: No, I mean I still got it on my computer. I just I would got to doing other things. So, um, but yeah, I tried. But I did find the overall score for that year, which was a good year for the Pirates, 23 and 12, and uh, nine and seven in, in conference USA. So, and I also found the roster, some of the guys that was on that team. Uh, miguel paul uh, peter i know Tor- the roster peter torlak was i know the roster
3: team. i know the coach i was there we know that eric says uh he's looking at sports reference website has east carolina in uh 2013 as number 127 so if anybody has definitive information we'd love to know and we'd love for this team to somehow creep into the top 100 to do that they're going to have to win Wednesday night and win a lot more games. And, boy, did they win a big one on Saturday. Michael Perry joins us to talk about that right now on the Pit Electric Live line. He'll be on the call with Jeff Charles tomorrow night when ECU faces off against UCF. Coach Perry, how are you doing today? I'm
0: doing great. All is well.
3: Good to hear, Coach. And, man, coming off a uh, one of the top five, top three. Uh, Conference win since East Carolina joined the American. They go on the road. They beat Wichita State. They beat them by double digits. And, Coach, uh, I remember I I was listening to you guys when Wichita State went on that run and you guys came back from a timeout. and. I think Jeff said to you, Coach, they just need to, to stay calm here and, and, uh, and, and get back in this game. And just very impressive to be down by 8 to 10 points, Coach, and come back and, uh, and win on the road like that. Uh, but a big second half uh, for the Pirates after getting down early in that second half.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, as you know, Wichita State's got great basketball tradition. And uh, whereas they might not be the team that they were years ago, they, you know, they were top 25, top 10, top 15 teams, they're a really good team still, and, and in that place, all they know is winning. And uh, even when, even in recent years, when maybe they have not had the records that they had in the past, uh, and, and just remember too, it was only two years ago they went into a tournament, so they haven't fell off that much. They're just a good team, maybe not a top twenty five team right now, but they're used to winning. And in that, in, in and at home in the second half, and up by you know eight, nine, ten points a game. And that crowd becomes a factor, and they're going crazy. And they had a nice crowd, too. I mean, that night, that was a heck of a turnout. And uh, usually teams don't recover from that. So that's what, on top of the Pirates playing well, was the fact that they did it against those type of odds.
3: Michael Perry joining us. Pirates hit their free throws. We'll get to that in a moment, Coach. But looking at the box score, you want if you're going to go on the road, win a game like that, maybe you think you need one guy to take over. It was really balanced for East Carolina. Four pirates in double figures, and beyond that, Winston Tabbs, who we hadn't seen a lot of, scored eight points. Jaden Walker has seven. Luigi came in, played eight minutes, scored four points. You had uh, a lot of different guys contributing for East Carolina. You know, and that's been
0: that's been one of the uh, reoccurring themes here for this team. Other guys have stepped it up. This is consistency. You know, I know one team referred to Brandon, uh, Javon, and RJ as a three-headed monster. But then you have some other guys that have been contributing also with some consistency. But not only that, are reoccurring themes for me. It appears somebody else actually absolutely absolutely steps up, and Ezra uh, obviously is playing himself into making it a four-headed monster. But then you've also had whether it's Quentin um, uh, or uh, Ben of, of late who's been playing well. And then um, Jaden Walker has stepped up and had his moments as well, and he started last game. And now uh, his last game, it was Winston Tab. So you've had a, a series of different guys that have stepped up. So it's been a reoccurring theme that somebody, one or two other guys, step up outside of that three-headed, which we now can make a four-headed monster.
3: Michael Perry joining us. Coach, let's talk free throws. And and one would presume that you would make more at home than you would at a, a tough road environment. But East Carolina last week in the narrow defeat against Temple Goes 20 of 35. They they missed 15 free throws. And then the other night against Wichita State, they hit 19 of 22. So it's not like, you know, that they forgot to practice before the Temple game and they just started practicing going into Wichita State. So is that even explainable to you, coach, missing all those free throws and coming back and making all those free throws?
0: No, I told Jeff before the game when he asked him about the free throws and, you you know, how would you approach that? And I told him, you don't really approach it much at all because. I thought of it more as a nominee, and I think the coaching staff did as well. Uh, it isn't who this team is. If you look at their body of work, free throws shooting, uh, the making of free throws has been a weapon for them. It's something that they've done extremely well. So I think they looked at it as more of a hiccup. It uh, wasn't something they wanted the team to be overthinking. And as I told you uh, on the broadcast, I mentioned that Coach Schwartz told me, I guess, that day of the game, the team actually made 31 in a row. I mean, so right. it's just one of those things that just happened. It was a bit of a hiccup. And you keep it moving because it isn't who
3: they are. And, Coach, when you miss all those free throws, fans immediately say, why aren't they practicing? we got to practice free throws. So I-, I wanted to ask you about that as a-, a great player, as a head coach and an assistant coach uh, for all those years, Coach Perry. what What's the typical free throw shooting like at a basketball practice day in, day out? Can you give us the behind the scenes on that?
0: Typically, you don't have a lot of time for free-throw shooting. You try to in, you try to in, interject it into uh, different points of your practice, um, maybe 10 here, 10 there. So you don't get a chance to shoot a lot. Uh, after practice, you may even have some time. We try to get guys in practice here before. Uh, before. Uh, so typically, outside of practice time is where you try to get more time. And you try to build that into the kids' schedules, and you really encourage them to. So a lot of times, you'll find kids when you go into a lot of arenas you find kids back in the gym um, later that evening or at night, and they'll come in and they do some more shooting as well as free throw
3: shooting. And I know you coaches love practice, and you talk about the lack of time you have between games, this grind, uh, especially when you get into conference play. You're playing basically two a week, one midweek and one on the weekend. So what can you do? Is it more about just scouting the opponent, letting the players know what's coming up for the, uh, the next game when you have those precious uh, practice times?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly preparation in terms of what the team is doing offensively and defensively. I saw today where uh, Kansas coach Bill Self was talking about uh, a quick turnaround for them to play against Texas Tech, and Texas Tech plays a, a sagging man-to-man defense, and they really kind of put five guys in a box and make it very difficult for you to try to you know score on them. And he's talking about it's very difficult to try to prepare for a team. like It would be the same if you're playing against a team that, they ran the Princeton offense and you didn't have enough time to prepare for it. Uh, sometimes you're going to have nights like that uh, when you enter into league play. So I think you try to uh, talk about what they're going to do offensively and defensively, uh, how you're going to be able to attack it, what offense sets that you're going to actually look to um, execute against them. The things they do offensively, you want to talk about how you're going to prepare to guard those, whether it's a uh, flare screens or whether it's some uh some you know some downhill type uh, ball screen that they try to set, um but just all, any type of action that may be a little different than what you're used to seeing. You try to you try to touch on that over those few days, but you want to try to spend a lot of time on what you can do, uh uh to be successful as opposed to what they do. So you don't really have a lot of time for shooting.
3: Which is why, I guess, that extra time, you are talking about free throws, guys getting in the gym uh, when they got a little extra time. That's why you you have that practice facility, things like that, for guys to kind of fine-tune shooting between games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's why you find your better players. Your better players aren't they're, – they're not, like, leaving uh, their season or the success of their season in in, in in terms of the time that they have a lot of in practice time. They're in the gym at night. I know me as a player. I lived in the gym. The, uh, the custodians used to used to talk about how I was in the gym all the time. And, and, and everywhere everywhere I've been, I mean, your really good players get to know, you know, the late night crew that's cleaning up the gym because you're in there all the time. You get to have a relationship with them. And the same is true here in East Carolina. I mean, the players are in there, and your better players, they're in the gym late night. I can remember Coach and Akeem Richmond, one of the best three point shooters we ever had. Akeem Richmond was in the gym with music on. And his girlfriend sitting courtside <laughs> every night, yeah. every night for you know a couple of hours just shooting, and, and that's what you'll find. I'm sure the same is true of the guys today. You're a really good player. I mean, you're in the gym doing the day and at night, and sometimes both
3: talking to michael perry and speaking of that quick turnaround coach in football coaches say 24 hour rule after a win or a loss you you got to move on after that for basketball that's probably shrunk down to what an hour 20 24 minute rule because you got to turn around so quick it's a good thing when you lose you don't have time to hold your head down because you got another one coming up but when you win like the pirates did on saturday great post game locker room reaction that ecu put out that was awesome to see the guys smiling but man you you got to turn it around quick, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's no greater feeling for a head coach than to hear your team after after a win in the locker room. I mean, that's one of the greatest feelings as a head coach you can possibly have. But it's short-lived because you can't admire your work too long because you're not to turn it around quickly. And again, when you get into league play, I mean, you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. And typically you say you don't get too high on a win, you don't get too low on a loss, and you try to be somewhere in that midpoint and that's where you try to live at, and it keeps you focused and keeps you dialed in.
3: Michael Perry joining us, Pit Electric Live Line will be East Carolina and UCF coming up on Wednesday night, Minji's Coliseum, going to be a fun one. Brandon Suggs coming back to town, the former Pirate who transferred to UCF, and uh, coach. I was a big uh, Brandon Suggs fan. What he did defensively. Uh, for this team and uh, hated to see him go. And now uh, his old teammates are going to do all they can to beat him coming up tomorrow. So how about that situation with the former Pirate uh, coming back into Minji's?
0: Well, sure. I mean, it's going to be extra motivation on his part, extra motivation on the guys that are uh, here that play with him on their part as well. A little different role for him. He was a glue guy. He was a very important piece of the team over the past few years and was really good last year. Obviously, you just mentioned he was the team's best uh, defender. and uh, But he also was a glue guy. But he was better, you know, sometimes we put that tag on a guy as a glue guy because sometimes we don't know what of a tag to give a guy who may not be that good as the other five starters. But in reality, he is really a glue guy. He was your best defender. Uh, he came up with big offensive rebounds. He led the team in taking charges. And uh, he could make shots from time to time. He was excellent moving without the basketball. And, you know, he came up pretty consistently in being probably the third the third uh, best scorer on the team. And uh, so he contributed in a lot of different ways. So saying he was a glue guy, you know, he goes well beyond that for them. But his role's a little different there. He's not starting in Central Florida. He's coming off the bench. He's playing a lot of minutes. He's averaging probably uh, close to 20 minutes a game, you know, as opposed to ECU when he was starting and probably averaging about 27, 28 minutes a game. A different role for him, but he's actually contributing in, in, in very similar ways that he did at East Carolina.
3: Michael Perry joining us. We'll uh, we'll dive into UCF uh, before we, we wrap up this conversation. But I was thinking about this weekend, Coach, even before the games. You, I mean, just be prepared to be surprised, I guess, when it comes to these AAC matchups. Just look at what happened over the weekend with Temple, who, you know, had a up-and-down non-conference, and you didn't know what you'd have in them. They are 2-0 and in league play after the win against DCU, and then they knock off Cincinnati. How about Tulane? Ron Hunter and his team struggled in the non conference. I remember Igo joining us a couple weeks ago. I said, just just wait till conference play starts. Tulane will be just fine. They beat Memphis at home on Sunday, ninety six eighty nine. I think really outside of Houston, and we expect them to be good, although UCF, you know, hung around, gave them a game. I mean, th- these things are going to be impossible to predict, and it's really important to protect your home court, which is why Wednesday uh, is important for East Carolina against UCF. But night in, night out, these teams are just going to beat up on each other, Coach, it looks like.
0: Yeah, and it's, early, it's too early to be able to to, to really you know, detect a trend. Uh, I think the trajectory for a lot of these teams uh, was pretty high at the beginning of the season, and they played a pretty tough out-of-conference schedules. So maybe things didn't go as planned because I think some guys really challenge themselves. I had a conversation with a coach recently about that. Do you really challenge yourself uh, in the off-season, or do you try to play a Waterdale schedule and you know maybe build some more wins and, and and maybe on paper you look better than maybe what you actually are? So there are two ways to do it. I think some of those guys, it seems you mentioned, they really went out to try to challenge themselves because I think they also were trying to build a resume for for a possibility uh, of an at-large bid as well. So they really challenged themselves, and now we're going to see, does it pay dividends for these teams going forward? It's still early. I mean, let's take a page uh, from NFL football. Cincinnati Bengals lost the first two games, and everybody was saying, oh, wow, these these guys were a fluke last year. And now they're they're pretty close to being the the AFC (laughs) number one seed. I mean, they've been on a roll since losing the first two games, so it's still early right now to try to actually project where teams are. Certainly, on a look, on a look test, Houston really looks really impressive. Though they had a really tough, uh, tough game with Central Florida, and I think if you know the history of this league, Central Florida has played Houston tough over the past few years, so that wasn't a complete shock to me.
3: But I was surprised that it was the close as it was. Yeah, and UCF uh, has played one of those uh, good non-conference schedules. You talked about knocking off uh, Ole Miss, knocking off uh, Florida State, who's had a down year this year. Only lost by two to Miami, who is a uh, top 25 team. They beat Oklahoma State. Uh, lost to two by Missouri. So, I mean, they uh, they played a, a pretty tough non-conference schedule. They are battle-tested heading into Minji's And, Coach, I, I know Mike Schwartz talked about this earlier today when the media met with them. Uh, they, like East Carolina, really pride themselves on defense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and you're going to have to execute against them and execute for 40 minutes. Uh, they are a very good defensive team. Um, but they also got some great offensive weapons over there as well. You know, I think what's what's interesting for them now is that as the season has progressed, the rotation has shortened, and they're playing those starters a lot of minutes. So it'll be interesting to see how they hold up playing as many minutes as they are. And you see it more on the offensive end. Sometimes the shots don't don't you know, they're not falling as frequently as they were before. And and typically, you know, defense travels on the road with you. Sometimes offense doesn't come. It, some of the luggage makes it, but not all of the luggage comes when they come to your office and on the road. So we'll see what happens uh, when they come with the parents if all of their offense makes it here. But Central Florida's a good team. Uh, they got one of the elite uh, freshman um, big guys in the league this year. And, of course, East Carolina's uh, freshman, Ezra, is playing at an elite level. So it's going to be an interesting matchup uh, there. And they've got some really good guards. And, and Central Florida, like a lot of teams, um, they, they hit the portal and came up pretty big with some guys that can contribute. And every night we're saying it, man, it's two, three, four guys to a starting lineup that were not there the year before that they got out of the transfer portal. That's almost every night consistently. So guys are – you may lose some guys, and I know Central Florida did lose a couple – but they're also picking up some guys, too.
3: Coach, Michael Perry joining us. You kind of touched on it there, Coach, but uh, we'll wrap it up with this. East Carolina's keys for tomorrow night. What do the the Pirates need to do well uh, to to knock off this UCF team Wednesday?
0: You've got to execute offensively and certainly take care of the things that you can't control. Obviously, free throw shooting is one of those. So you want to do that. Uh, limit the amount of turnovers, particularly live ball turnovers, because this team is very explosive. They really take advantage of that. So you got to limit the live ball turnovers, particularly. Keep the turnovers down. And you got, you, see, you got to execute. And be prepared to execute sometimes later in the shot clock, because with really good defensive teams, it's hard to score early. So you got to be able to execute early. So shot selection is going to really be important. You know, We've always said you don't, let, you don't want a bad shot to be the first pass to a Easy or fast break situation for your opponent, and that's what can happen. You can take a bad shot, and that literally becomes the first pass to a fast break situation for your opponent. So you don't want that to happen. You don't want you want to have good shot selection, and then the defensive end, you got to guard and got to be prepared to guard. And with some of with a lot of the teams in this league, it isn't just guarding their actions and guarding when they actually take a field goal attempt or forcing them into a difficult shot. You got to be prepared for the other game that happens when that ball goes up on the rim. You got to rebound that that ball when it comes off the rim in this
3: league. Some great insight from Michael Perry and uh, Pirates won the rebound, uh, had the rebound advantage against Wichita State and Coach. Some we hadn't brought up until you just mentioned it there. Just nine turnovers against Wichita State on the road. You can live with that number, right?
0: Yeah, those are winning numbers for sure. No question about it. Low turnovers and making free throws. You got to do those things to win games. Yeah.
3: Uh, Coach, always enjoyed the chat. Thank you so much. Have a great call with Jeff Charles coming up Wednesday night, and uh, we'll see you in Minji's. We appreciate your time as always.
0: Take care and happy new year to everybody. Michael
3: Perry joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a time out, come back, keep the hoops talk going when we return. We'll hear what Mike Schwartz had to say earlier today when he met with the media. Big one in Minji's. You can still get $8 tickets. So Let's uh, pack out Minji's. Make it a fun atmosphere coming up tomorrow night when the Pirates take on the Knights. This basketball team deserves it after their win on the road at Wichita State. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clipper. Rock.
3: All right, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Halfway home on this show, we haven't even mentioned the maybe most amazing collection of playoff games we've seen in a year. Uh, those games uh, were amazing on a Saturday and uh, sets up for a David versus Goliath championship game next monday georgia a i think 13 and a half point favorite i saw against tcu so the horned frogs trying to work their magic one more time when they take on georgia who was on the ropes and really uh getting pummeled for a lot of that game against ohio state but came out with a victory we'll talk about that in hour three bryce Williams will join us here in studio right now we'll keep the basketball talk going and earlier today mike schwartz met with the media to talk about the upcoming contest against UCF and the win over Wichita State, he started by giving his thoughts on the Knights.
4: They've been really tested all season long. They've been in a lot of close games. They've won big games. They've had a really strong schedule, as strong as anybody in the conference. And obviously, uh, what they just did in terms of playing Houston at Houston in the game, they did. They, you know, they played there and they were right there in that game. So, uh, great challenge for us coming up tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, I ran over some of that with Michael Perry. I'll say I'm a bit concerned this will be the best team East Carolina's played this year. I think that's fair to say. Uh, Just looking at what UCF has been able to do with some of their wins and even a narrow loss. Uh, Chandler, we love uh, the U Miami basketball. Uh, They lost to them by two points. They have knocked off some power conference teams this year and really played a difficult non-conference schedule and hung around uh, with Houston uh, on the road uh, over the weekend, lost 71-65. to But they uh, have a two-point loss to Missouri, a two-point loss to Miami, and then wins over Florida State, who's not good, but still ACC team. Uh, They beat Oklahoma State, uh, beat Evansville by 20, beat Ole Miss on the road. Um. So they've got some really good non-conference wins and now are looking for their first American win. Uh, excuse me, their second American win. They beat Wichita State at home 52-45. to 45. So this will be a good one. Um, real quick, guess the line, Chandler. I'm going to say UCF minus 3.5.
2: Mm, I'm going to go a little higher than that. I'm going to go UCF minus 5.
3: All right. Shirley, do you want to play?
2: she doesn't like this game
3: i know
9: i hate this game i'm gonna say ucf minus three and a half
3: okay you weren't listening a moment ago were you no all right so shirley and i said the exact same number um we'll find I, out I, tomorrow
9: most people should know by now i don't pay attention to half of what you got no, <laughs>
3: no that was not you just saying what I'll i listened to everything no, that was he, you i went off coming well, up with a number yeah. yeah
9: he he said five and i said well i don't want to go higher i want to go lower so i'm going to say three and a half
3: all right so i
9: did not realize you said the same thing
3: look for that number when the line drops folks three and a half uh we are saying here chandler going with five
9: yeah, and uh, that win on
2: Saturday was awesome. I still hate the game though.
3: But it may—I I know watching. Don't that hate game, the player, Shirley. Hate the game. Sorry, <laughs> go Shirley. Uh, Chandler.
2: I was just saying that you know it was great to see the Pirates go on the ro- road, beat Wichita State for I believe the first time, and but as you sit there and celebrate that win. Your mind goes back to Wednesday. That made
3: me so mad.
2: Your mind goes back I to Wednesday. I was so because, angry
3: after that win on Saturday. But
2: yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, man, this is an awesome win, but why couldn't we have done this on Wednesday? We should be 2-0. And, oh. and when you look at the UB stat sheet, you look at the free throws. Uh, Pirates were fantastic at the charity stripe on Saturday, 19 for 22.
3: Missed 3.
2: 19 for 22, and then you go back on Wednesday just a few days prior. Missed 15. They missed 15. <laughs> So I mean, and and a lot of those free throws were down the stretch because they were fouling the Pirates late. Yeah, Pirates go down and they they can't, as I like to say, they can their suits.
3: You knew it was freaky though, Javon Small missing two straight at the line. Like he he never misses. No, so it never. was just a man frustrating deal, and now they got to get that one back. They kind of are back even. You expected them to lose to Wichita State. So now they need to protect home court win on Wednesday night. Speaking of that win on Saturday, cut two, how much confidence can you take away from the win over Wichita State?
4: You know, I, I, you know, I've been asked about that quite a bit, and I think the biggest thing is that it was a conference win. It was a conference road win. I mean, that we know how important and how hard those are to come by and, and wherever you can get them. And so much respect for Wichita State's program and the basketball history they have. And and obviously, you know, they had a certain record uh, versus ECU up until, the, you know, the other day. But regardless, it, really the confidence stems from just a, a, a conference win, and being on the road makes it that much better. Because winning on the road, it doesn't matter conference or non-conference. It's just so Difficult.
3: Mike Schwartz 1 and 0 all time against Wichita State. Mm. The only number that matters right now. Uh Gully, there's no ties in basketball. Tie? Gully asked what he uh the team hopes to build on from that victory on Saturday.
4: Uh just to hopefully continue with our defense. I think it's four games now uh pretty Consistently, that our defense at least is, is trending the right direction in terms of what we want to be about and who we want to be defensively. So we want to keep building there. I thought our ball movement was much better in the Wichita State game than it was in the Temple game. So you hope we can keep building on that as well. We ran a lot better. You know, we ran pretty good versus Temple, but we finished in the Wichita State game. We made some, you know, some challenge layups in the full court and we finished around the rim, which really hurt us. And then obviously, you know, everybody was talking about it, the free throws. Uh, We shot the ball from the free throw line well on the road, and we took care of the ball. Two things you have to do to win on the road, and you hope that continues. You just, you know, that's nothing you can guarantee. But obviously, we shot the ball well free throw wise uh, the other day.
3: Steven Igo asked Coach, how much has tightening up the rotation helped with the communication on the court?
4: Yeah, I think that is. You know, I think that's a big deal. I think anytime the rotation's a little bit smaller, I think you get guys that probably have a little bit more of a comfort zone in terms of what they're trying to do. Uh, that being said, everybody practices. I mean, for example, Ben Baella didn't play for Switch State. I mean, he was awesome in practice yesterday. I mean, he had one of the better practices he's had all year long. So um, I, th- I think the team is pretty connected defensively. Uh, but whenever you play eight guys and three or four guys are playing 30 plus minutes and we could stay out of foul trouble, I think that definitely helped
3: we'll talk to jeff charles about this tomorrow i remember him uh saying during the game saturday how the ball movement for east carolina and how it's the best it's looked all season and mike schwartz in the past has talked about the ball sticking and not being moved around on offense and coach schwartz was asked uh, what the issue is when the ball movement isn't there on the offense
4: Yeah, and it's usually off-ball movement. Uh, You know, sometimes when you get in a little bit of a rut offensively, what happens is guys tend to just stand and watch, and they don't move off the ball. And one of the most unselfish plays you can make in basketball is moving without the basketball, is setting a screen, is doing something where the ball might not be in your hands. It may not even be getting ready to be in your hands, but you're just creating what we call gravity, maybe just moving the defense, making the defender maybe flatten out to the baseline because of your movement, opening something else for something up top, whether it's a ball screen or a drive or whatever it may be. And I think we, when we get caught a little stagnant is when we're not moving off the basketball, when we're not moving and cutting. And, you know, we were better with that versus Wichita. All
3: right, uh, Mike Schwartz uh, there. We'll take a timeout, come back, wrap up Hour 2, and hear more from Coach Schwartz. He was asked about Brandon Suggs returning and if he was able to... Work with Brandon at all. You'll hear that answer and more when we return hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Live More to go. Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's clips.
3: All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Got more Mike Schwartz to get to. Might get to. Hello. Sorry, hit the wrong button. Did I say something wrong?
9: No, I was trying to turn my mic off, and I turned yours off instead. That just
3: shows you the power Shirley Rhodes has to turn off <laughs> my mic at any time she feels the need. I
9: didn't mean to. Was that, was, that was that was a slip
3: up. But it uh, it reminds me that to stay on my Ps and Qs. Not just the peas. People forget about the cues. Peas and cues. Speaking of peas, did you have uh, black-eyed peas? I did. Now, what a stupid tradition that is. I didn't because have you don't
9: like
6: him.
3: Yeah. I mean, what a overrated food. I didn't have any black-eyed peas, and guess what I
2: did this morning. What? I I spilled coffee all in my car. It, it filled out half of my uh like my co- my cup holder.
3: Now, what is the relevance? to because if you don't eat, luck.
9: it's bad luck if you don't eat black eyed peas that's thought, the southern tradition i was
3: told that you eat collards and black eyed peas collards are the dollars and black eyed peas were the coins like the money you'll get I've heard it's that, also I've heard, that I've
9: heard that too but it's also it represents it took me good about luck. 10
3: years to be a broke you know what to figure out that won't true
9: well that and uh there's another southern tradition that i only just recently discovered and that is, you're not supposed to do laundry on the first day of the year.
3: What lazy person came up with that tradition?
9: Supposedly, there is a tradition uh, or folklore that if you do laundry on the first day, someone you love will be washed away.
3: <laughs> Good Lord.
9: A.K.A. pass away. So <laughs> Good if you, God. Yeah. We so, come
3: up with the dumbest stuff
9: in the south yeah
3: we as a people that's an old wives tale that you tell old tell old back that.
9: well i didn't know that but i was like you know what i'm not chancing it i did not do any laundry we were so
3: stupid New years, years ago that like some uh somebody did laundry and the guy like murdered his wife and he just told the police that uh well so somebody did laundry so she died it just natural causes and they believed all right sir have a good day like what i don't, I don't who, know who where comes that up came with from? this stuff
9: I uh, look, I just, I had.
3: Hey, don't look at me. She didn't <laughs> wash her laundry. Or she wa- She she washed her laundry. <laughs> she washed her laundry. She had it covered. She did laundry. Don't look today. at
9: me.
2: I told her not to wash her laundry. She did anyway.
3: I, I have I never did, heard of that. I one.
9: had never heard of it before either until this year. She probably thought, cooked
3: some crappy black eyed peas and got mad.
9: Now, I made some killer. Has, no pun intended. How? Black eyed peas. They don't, they taste like mush. No, they don't. Not if you cook them right.
2: Chat on Facebook says collards for dollars and peas for pennies. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the the, the black-eyed peas,
9: the black-eyed peas, represents good luck because there's a story about how during the Civil War uh, there was um, some troops that were uh, basically starving, and the only thing that they had left was black-eyed peas. So they cooked the black-eyed peas, and they were able to keep the troops from starving, and eventually won the Civil War.
3: Wait. So Yankees? No. Well, the South didn't win.
9: I know the South didn't win,
3: but I'm I'm just saying that. So now we're down here celebrating the Yankees? Oh, jeez. I I, I all I'm just saying shut is how up. stupid it all is. This look, is, oh, here, here, this is look, stupid.
9: Look, there is nothing wrong. With wanting to eat something on a certain day, that could possibly bring you a little bit of good luck. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: If you want to do it, go. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you it's stupid. I did eat collards, but I didn't eat black-eyed peas. Then you're getting. The I dollars. didn't eat
9: any collards, but I did eat a lot of black-eyed peas.
3: No money for you, Shirley.
9: Well, I can't cook collards very well. You're I will be have... the first one to tell you. I I suck at cooking collards. You're gonna
3: have great luck and no money. I'm gonna have awful luck and straight cash this year. So, how about this? Wait, wait,
9: wait, 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 wait. Does if, that pose if a question? If luck does not involve money, how is it luck? Like, define what would be good luck that does not involve money.
3: I don't know. Maybe uh, the bill gets lost in the mail. You don't have to pay it. You get a free... <laughs>
9: that involves money.
3: Yeah, but you don't have any money, but you got lucky.
9: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I still say that involves money because you're... you're going to pay the bill and if you if it gets lost in the mail and you don't have to pay it, you have the money.
3: <laughs> uh, Shut up. Shut up clip. <laughs> Chad Chad said when you were little did your parents make it seem this like is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Make it seem like it was illegal to turn on the interior light in the car at night. Yes. Where did that come from? Turn that off looked, right now.
9: <laughs> yes. My mom used to do that <laughs> all you the get time. so mad. Turn yeah. that light off. I can't see. I can't see. It's going to blind me. I'm not going to be able to see the cars coming the other way. I'm like, they got headlights too? If you can't see that, you got a problem. You should be driving in the first place.
3: I made a new tradition. We listened to Black Eyed Peas on New Year's Day. <laughs> let's get it
9: started uh what kind of luck does that bring
3: terrible luck (laughs) i immediately twisted my ankle
9: about as good luck as outcast used to bring you
3: tyler says gotta get that fat back in the black eyed peas Uh, or here's an idea tyler eat Uh, a
9: steak eat something good country ham you put country ham in the black eyed peas fat back not a problem ham hock
3: here's gotta put a ham hock in there here's a great black eyed peas recipe you take the black-eyed peas, throw them in a pot, throw the pot out the window, and then make spaghetti. <laughs> awesome black-eyed peas recipe. Tastes just nah, like spaghetti. No,
9: nah. take some black-eyed peas, cook it with some country ham. Cut up. What if I listen to black-eyed peas? Does does that bring onion? me good luck. Cut up a no. Cut up an onion. Hold on. Put a little bit of Hold onion on. you just do that. Hold on. on. Did you just? Are do that? you
3: freaking kidding me?
9: Wait. Did, what you, did you just say? do that? I just ignored. Are him. you
3: kidding me? What? What did he say? You're doing it on purpose. No, I I swear. don't think
9: he is.
2: No, I, I did.
3: Say what you just said.
2: No, I say it. I, I said, I said if listening to black eyes I said, can I listen to Black Eyed Peas? Would that bring me good luck? I, I I'd use that, that joke. No less than I said it. You know what? No, it's funny
3: because I just you know said what? that, That's and then a it, tradition it came into my continue. brain that you
9: did.
2: That's a tradition you that
3: should continue. You're you in this conversation. Everything. I know. You're talking. You're actively involved in this conversation. Gosh.
9: How are you actively participating and still Gosh. repeat what he said? And,
3: and guess what?
2: That was one of my resolutions this year. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, you stinked that, was, that, that, was, that sucker. I want to talk about resolutions with Bryce in hour three. We'll bring that back up. All right. Um, i meant to get to something and i didn't we'll do buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard we'll do uh mike schwartz we'll talk to bryce resolutions and more in hour three
9: okay so we're taking a break now
3: that we are ma'am okay. black eyed peas how you feel about it how do you feel about traditions which ones do you like which ones are dumb they're all dumb but we all kind of do them but shirley's right there's nothing wrong with it per se
9: Especially when you have not so great luck like I do, I try to do the traditions. There are people that have superstitions because they think that they're going to bring you bad luck.
3: It's amazing, too, as kids, how much we buy into that. Like, I did break a mirror. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, let me look at the calendar. I'm not going to have, I'm going to have bad luck until I'm like 15 years
5: old.
9: What's the one where you have to take the salt and toss it over your shoulder?
5: Is it if you spill if you salt? you spill it. Yeah, if, if you spill, spill salt, table. you're supposed to yeah.
9: take it and toss it over your shoulder.
3: I stepped on a crack and my mom's still in the hospital. <laughs> Jeez. Broke her dang back. Oh, yeah, I, I did that too. Well, will uh, take a break, come back. A lot more to go. Bryce Williams joins us after this.
1: listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show
9: Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection of outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's
3: clip. Back with you. Heart Radio Live. Happy New Year to you and yours. And a happy new year to our guest, Bryce Williams. Surely are we going to continue playing the intro in 2023? Sure, why not? All right, let's do it again. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Pretty amazing that that was just one take let it ride that was it wow and it's day. just
8: perfect I, you know i was just thinking about as y'all were singing i'm kind of bummed that i won't get to hear the country version of 40 <laughs> 40 balls i'll tell you in what man, days, we, man. we have played it we once. can
9: accommodate <laughs> you
8: let's hold off on it right now okay we have
3: played it once already in this show because i had to recap the uh standings how do we do and as a team bryce there's no i in team we went 21 and 20
4: dang that's
3: that guy oh one game wait. over 500 oh
8: never
3: mind we didn't do i went oh and one myself uh, uh in fact chandler myself and shirley went a combined oh and three dang i went O and two and old bryce went Owen and two
8: who was my picks again? i
3: remember you picked the cowboys of wyoming that was the l louisiana lost to houston eww. so O and two for bryce williams dang. yeah not as good as Man. your actual bowl record right. as a player Right, which that's Which was true. actually better than that. That is true. Uh, good bowl victory for the Pirates, though, Bryce. Most definitely. Most uh, definitely. I think I'll look back through. I think one of the texts you sent that night was, would love to see the Pirates put them away here, which seems impossible for ECU to yeah. do. Yeah. And it did for a little But The quarterback went out, and uh, Pirates were able. Yep. Pirates were really good. Top 10 in the country this year in... What statistical category, Chandler? Penalties. I don't know. That's not the one I was looking for. Huh. And they were not good at that that no, night. No, they were not. <laughs> no. What were they good at that night that they were good at all year long? Uh-oh. Red zone offense. Turnover margin. You're right, Chandler. No, too- Turnover margin. <laughs> yeah. Top 10 in the country. You nailed it. And part of that is Holt Naylor's didn't throw an interception like the last half of the season, yeah. which was incredible. Yeah. The other part was forcing turnovers; they were good at that in the bowl game, Bryce, and that led to some uh, some pirate points.
8: Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think it was a little stressful there in the beginning of the game, if I, my memory holds true. Um, Though we most definitely ran away with it. Um, and before I go any further, you know, I think I've, which with tight ends haven't done much towards the end of the season. But I want to definitely give a shout out to Shane Calhoun. Yeah, you know he had that. It was almost like that that long pass he play. He um, that long pass he caught on the bottom of the screen. He was in the slot on the right, and I saw it. I said, "I guess they did nine routes." Um, was the play? And sure enough, I saw him beat him. I said, mm, "That might go to him," and he made. And he made a you know a very competitive catch. So um, I was great to see it. Too. I didn't do that, and then obviously him making another competitive catch. Um, in the red zone, so I'm pumped that the tight ends were able to do something and uh, contribute this game. had a
3: question about the Hula Bowl. We were talking about that during the break, uh, Bryce. The Hula Bowl coming up on the 14th of January, and that question was, is the Hula Bowl televised? I'm going to say yes, because it was last year. I don't remember if it was NFL Network or ESPN, uh, but it was televised. Holt Naylor's will be participating and the Hula Bowl, and I am looking up now to see if I can find some TV info. And at the moment, I cannot. So we will keep you updated on that if uh, I get some news.
8: I would think the Hula Bowl, at first, when you mentioned that, I thought it would be in Hawaii.
3: Yeah. It's, it's uh, kind of misleading. There. Bit of a misnomer. Mm. Um, kind of like the Pro Bowl was like moved from Hawaii. Do they go back to Hawaii now? They're not even playing the game. They're going to yeah. do like the Pro Bowl contest events whatever uh-huh. so it'll be more like a challenge maybe do some so it, what's
8: well, this hard to cut you off there but i guess i think a pro bowl if you're not playing a game is it just kind of like a pro event like hey you're a pro bowler and
3: you're a pro bowler they're gonna make them do stuff though like a um do you remember i remember as a kid watching this the uh quarterback what do they call it like the passing competitions where they'd have the targets oh, and there'd yeah. be chalk on the balls and I just remember Mark Brunel throwing lefty and like the chalk shows up where you hit the target. Oh, Do you dang. remember that from back in the day? It was a long time that ago. It might have
8: been before my time.
3: Uh, they're calling it the Pro Bowl Games. Uh-huh. And they will, uh, they have rosters. So I guess they're going to compete in some type mm. of events. So anyway, I, which I think is fine. Nobody watched the Pro Bowl anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even... And you don't want your favorite player getting hurt. Uh, in the Pro Bowl. I remember one year they did a flag football thing and Robert Edwards, the running back for the Patriots, tore his ACL playing sand flag football. Yikes. And it's like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Uh, Love competition, but not when it doesn't matter. And of course, everybody's talking about the injury from last night. We'll get to that in a moment, but more on ECU and their uh, bowl victory, Bryce. I said it in hour one. You almost... Have to change your way of thinking as a sports fan after all these years when it comes to momentum and, boy, what does this mean for ECU next year mm-hmm. coming off a bowl win? Well, sure, you've got high spirits in the locker room, but you've also got Holt Naylor's leaving, Keaton Mitchell leaving, Isaiah Winstead leaving, CJ, hope he's back, we don't know. Ryan Jones is leaving. Your tackle Noah Henderson's gone. Uh, on the defensive side, Xavier Smith, Miles Barry. A lot of guys, Gerard Stringer, who uh, had a great closing to his career. A lot of guys out the door. So, sure, ECU as an entity and Mike Houston Foundation, great. Everything's looking great. But somebody's got to fill out, put on those uniforms (laughs) and play football, which is why I don't want to, like, spoil anybody's party or high hopes. But I do have questions and concerns about what this team will look like next year. And that's for everybody in the country, really. I mean, so many – uh changes being made now with the portal and everything,
8: oh yeah but I think you put that good as uh issue as a in whole entity that was you know very good verbiage there thank you Bryce. Um you're welcome and uh it is there's definitely big shoes to fill. you know there's been a you know same quarterback for five years, so i mean he's been the guy leading the team in that um <coughs> realm so you know the quarterback's obviously a very very important position so hopefully and you know, I guess Mason Garcia has been mentioned as you know next DC so quarterback so you know hopefully for him he's ready to go i mean he's got big shoes to fill and then obviously big shoes to fill in a lot of different um positions as well yep. you know we got uh cuz Rajay, he's still he's, he's recovering yeah he's recovering and um you know obviously he's got plenty of time to get back for the season so we do have you know one of the star running backs coming back which is great and he was obviously <laughs> Rajay's is my effective. favorite player yeah. just cuz
3: i like him off the field love his attitude Talk about a great teammate, great, great guy. His attitude after the injury was mm-hmm. spectacular. He was at the game, his dad was at the game. Yeah. Uh remained a part of the team. Having said that, he is not a game changer like Keaton Mitchell. Right, right. So oh, like yeah. Uh, I love Rajay, love Marlon Gunn. You don't have a Keaton Mitchell on right. this roster right now. Yeah,
8: so you're kind of curious if are we going to try and find maybe somebody in transfer port or something that has um, kind of what you know what Keaton had was you know, obviously that breakaway speed and everything he brought um, to the game. So big shoes to fill in that you know aspect, and then you know obviously some, you know obviously some great receivers, defenses out of the ball. So. Um, it's like very well put as issue as a whole you know and it's great everything's looking good but um there's some spots to be filled we'll talk about it
3: we'll go by uh, down the positions with I go tomorrow but tight end is a position that they need to yeah. look at the portal because you had Jones Calhoun and Jarman as your blocking tight end now you're down to basically Calhoun so yeah. you've got to you know fill that position out and and there's a lot of positions like that on this roster now some will be guys that didn't play this year and and freshmen in the program guys bring coming in from high school but uh the portal is out there everybody's using it ecu is going to be active in it as well
8: right and uh with the tight ends you know because i could i didn't want to say because i wasn't sure what shane's year status was so i was not sure if he's a senior but you, you know him coming back you know i've seen him make great plays he has good speed um you know he's very effective when he gets the ball as well so i feel good about for him i'm kind of excited because you know it's kind of felt like um you know ryan jones obviously got a little more playing time than what um shane did so kind of felt like me thinking back to when i was behind hardy you know hardy was obviously the man and you know yeah i played and i you know did well while i was behind hardy but you know my senior year i was able to be the starter and play and you know thankfully i was um fairly effective and I'm kind of excited for shane to maybe you know obviously fill those roles and you know be the main main tight end this next coming year
3: Bryce, uh do you wish lincoln riley would have left a year or two earlier so you would have had a tr- you and hardy could
8: have played at the same time uh put me at tight end hardy at receiver yeah, let us go that would have, that would have been great um i wish he should, obviously he would have been there my senior year by um by goodness, yeah. that would have been wonderful to have him out there my senior year. That thing. Yeah, Hardy been, would have been uh, out, and you would have exactly. And that was me, and uh, Coach Riley could have just done what he did in the past, and it would have been. Yeah. Bobby, lot maybe some things have been different, but um, yeah, that would have been great. Of course, you would have liked to have had your quarterback there too, and my quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah but
3: yeah. <laughs> can't always get what you want. No. Uh, Shane Calhoun, by the way, same situation as Keaton Mitchell. You were we were talking about him uh, coming back to the show. What year is he? the COVID thing uh put a wrinkle into it all he's the same as keaton mitchell basically in oh that God. he came in 2020 played in 21 22 so he played as a sophomore technically mm-hmm. this year so okay he's uh he'll be going into his fourth year as a junior the next okay. year Okay,
8: well yeah i'm i mean he can only improve his game making only get to me you know um And my mindset going in, I mean, he he can only get better. So, and he's already very well, very good. So, uh, I'm definitely excited to see what comes with him. And we'll
3: look, we did this last year. We'll do it again. This is before we knew who Isaiah Winstead was. This was also when we thought CJ Johnson might not be a part of the team. We were saying the strength, we were saying your best returning weapon is Ryan Jones at tight end. Looking at it now, who's your best returning weapon in the passing game for East Carolina? Is it Shane Calhoun?
2: Could it be? Am I forgetting? Jalen Johnson, could he be coming back? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Jalen Johnson. That's
5: I
8: think a he good has one. a lot of
5: promise. He in big
2: place. Yeah.
8: In the ballgame and that
2: already. is if he decides to come back. I do believe he has one more year of
3: eligibility. Yeah. Uh, but, other,
2: but other than Jalen Johnson. He'll be back. Um, so, all right, C.J. Johnson. You don't know what he's going to do? And, and this is
3: if C.J. is – which we expect him to be back. So, C.J. Yeah. would be obviously number one with a bullet. All right. Um, but C.J. – Jalen, that's a good answer and calhoun's up there uh who are other receivers we're not thinking i'm looking about? forward
2: to carrie king getting more snaps and playing time
3: what about the duke kid gardner uh jared gardner yeah
2: i guess we might see him in the future taji hudson got some playing time in the bowl game
3: yeah i've been kind of waiting around on him tyler savage which he is in the tight end room i believe they moved him to tight end mm.
8: there was some new names i noticed on the field during the bowl game so that was good to get them some reps. Yeah, absolutely.
3: So once again, we're in a position, and I, I love to table this and see where we are in like May after the spring game and after new additions have been brought in to see uh, where we are from a a receiver standpoint, a talent standpoint overall. I'll look at the stats and see. I'll find the uh, let me find the individual stats. Look at the numbers to see who needs to be replaced and who could return this year. But um, as far as going out with that bowl victory, Bryce, uh, I, I don't know. I, how good is that for just positivity? What do you remember about, I guess, the Louisiana Bowl or the um, Beefo Brady's Bowl win? And did it carry over into, like, winter workouts or anything, like mood-wise um, or anything, or is it, like, a reset?
8: I don't I mean, I think it's more so a reset. You know, obviously, you want to end the season on a win. Um, it does give you a little... I guess pep in your step, you know, coming into the off season. But then if you look at the, the other aspect, you know, you lose the ball game like, all right, well dang, now we gotta, you know, get our nose to the ground and just keep on going and got things to improve. So I mean there's definitely either way you're gonna be looking to get better, you yeah, know, whether you win or lose. But I mean it obviously is a great feeling to end the season on a win. I cannot find these stats. <laughs> Why do I have defensive stats and not offensive stats? Jeez, who did these stats on this website? Where are the stats? So can, everybody cares about offensive stats. My goodness, at least I do. Oh, I saw Holt Mailer somewhere.
3: That's not what I'm looking for, Bryce. I don't even know. What are you looking for? <laughs> Individual numbers. I, I got all these defensive stats. Where's the offense? It should be right here, right? Well, you had 34 pages to scroll, right? Now there. I'm at team stats. I feel like I'm missing a page. Is there a search bar? are you helping me out chandler is there a search bar (laughs) chandler are you helping me
2: yes i'm on i'm
3: because if you ain't helping you're hurting i'm in route (laughs) <laughs> to ecpirates Now, line. what do you mean by in route? <laughs> all in, you do is type in the, the <laughs> name. I am in <laughs> route. I am on the way. <laughs> I am. Are you making on, the turn right now? Are you on the way? Like I pull in the driveway. A woman says she's ready to go, and that means give you another hey. fifteen. Oh, Michelle, that's hey. true. I'll hey. be ready hey. in
8: yeah.
9: Easy now. I'm, I'm ready in five minutes.
3: I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Gary Honda. <laughs>
8: You yeah. cut us off. You just did. I, I was like, wait a second, I couldn't hear my headphones. Like, she's got the master cut off. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> to make you a little It's nervous. like the red button in the studio. And the problem is,
3: for you, Bryce, you're guilty by association because there's no way. If she cuts me off, that means you're off, too. Dang. It
9: doesn't matter what Mike is on in yep. that room. I cut all of them off.
3: Wow. A- am I doing something wrong here, though? I-, I-, I know it's up here. I've looked at it all year long. I always
8: feel like it's harder for the person trying to look with the person who's actually scrolling. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, like on Netflix, we're going through movies. and it has got the, the remote, and I can't even focus on you know, the uh, thing. Uh,
3: maybe yeah. that way. Wait, wait. Where uh-huh. are you going? Chandler, how you doing over there, buddy? Are you in route? Where's the stuff? Right. Did you take a wrong turn? A stat yeah, to I, dang, G, dang GPS
2: took me somewhere else. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. Taylor's at TCU. I'm at the NC. I'm at the
9: NC State <laughs> roster
3: stack. Oh my God, what am I I'll doing? Let's what. go to Tony. <laughs> uh, we need a uh, His, Where is his this?
9: vehicle broke down.
3: Yeah. Are you he not nowhere near, near? I literally the stats. go to statistics. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. It then it gives me like the the schedule. Like, I don't want to see the schedule. The
8: stats, schedule. of course, is a statistic you can look at. A stat.
2: <laughs> what is this? What, is, what are we doing here? So, we
8: need a re of the uh, football website here. I've
3: looked at them all year long, but I go from team <gasps> here to defense. I feel like we're missing a page. I think these stats are missing a page. I don't think it's me.
8: Have you been to all 34?
3: No. But well, But why? I've got and,
8: defense, but where's um, the offense? Exactly exact oh here we go i tell you what i got it he didn't go far enough he stopped digging why are they this low dude why (laughs) did
3: you stop you gotta keep going i don't even care anymore (laughs) take a break we'll come back and i'll tell you why i was looking for these stats so much who's returning that made plays in 2022 who's returning in 23 we'll talk about that got more mike schwartz to hear and we'll open up the booty bag for the first time in 23 back with you after this
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for the Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ecu orthopedics east provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients of eastern north carolina for more information call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. east.com now let's head back into prl here's clip
3: back with you pirate radio live i got my stats stats to consider UBE stat sheet. Uh, so we're looking at to returning receivers from last year, and uh, some of you out there have given me some names, um, including Jari Patterson. Now, did he catch a pass in the bowl game? No, Igo said he was going to play. He was academically suspended this year, mm-hmm. but with the semesters could play and practice, which uh, well, he was practicing all year, but play in the bowl game. I don't see him in the box score. Brock Spaulding did have a catch, his first Uh, was in the bowl game the other night also uh al says josh murphy coming back from injury at wide receiver so murphy uh on the inside along with spalding Kerry king a guy that i forgot had six catches on the year they love his speed jeff charles talked about him a lot so Kerry king uh 17 maybe uh making an impact next year but your leading returning receiver According to these numbers, will be Jalen Johnson, 26 catches, followed by Shane Calhoun, 25 catches. Marlon Gunn out of the backfield had 14 catches. Josiah Hatfield will be uh, listed as a senior next year and still kind of waiting around for him to have a breakout. Maybe that comes next year as he could have an added emphasis in the offense. Rajay Harris had nine catches before his injury and a receiving touchdown. Rajay uh, did a lot of touchdown damage before being hurt. He had uh, five touchdowns, which you look at rushing uh, touchdowns uh, this past season, Bryce, 14 for Mitchell, 6 for Ehlers, 5 for Raji. Those were all of your rushing touchdowns. No other Pirate had a rushing touchdown. I expect Mason Garcia Mm -hmm. to have uh, quite a few rushing touchdowns. He has shown Mm -hmm. that he can be dangerous when running the football. Uh, Kerry King, as I mentioned, Savage, uh, as Chandler mentioned. I think Jared Gardner was a one-and-done, looking at him. I believe he played as a senior this year, so he is out. Uh, Camaro Edmonds had one catch. Taji Hudson had one catch. Holt Nailers one catch, uh, but he is gone. And then Brock Spalding, as we mentioned. So, uh,
2: basically... Uh, that, that one catch came in the bowl game. Yeah,
3: Yeah. We're going to see... Uh, one or two portal receivers, I would imagine.
2: Who would you Who would you say, if you had to guess?
3: Wait, I'm talking about we're going to add one or two portal receivers. Oh, sorry, I'm not saying <laughs> we're going to have guys leaving. But I mean,
2: should... we saw it last year with Isaiah Winstead, and of course Jalen Johnson. Thankfully, thankfully we have Jalen Johnson coming back this year. Um, and man, how w- I wish we could have isaiah winstead for one more year but Mm -hmm. what a very productive year he had in his uh only season with the pirates yeah even
3: bryce looking at it like 88 uh 1006 touchdowns remember isaiah gave us the numbers goal his goals and he was like a thousand yards in a double digit i think he said 100 catches 1200 yards 10 touchdowns something like that he was not far off which was super lofty and we're like all right man one ball to go around you ain't even played it down and yeah he he did his thing i was uh mm. very pleased and uh of course we loved having isaiah on in the players lounge i actually texted him after the bowl game and said way to go out with a bang and i said um come by and do another segment with us before you get out of here this was wednesday this was wednesday the day after the bowl game he said thank you my man i already left though
6: <laughs> Dang, he, 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 said, off.
3: he said maybe i can come up one of these days before i ship off to train for pro day and i said do it mm, don't do talk it. about it be do about it. it do it just do it man <laughs> so uh we'll get him by phone if we can't get him back in studio but really enjoyed uh watching isaiah this past season all right um anything else on ecu football bryce
8: well enjoy the break Winter workouts is a big time, obviously for um pretty much everybody coming back, and uh we we'll look forward to next. When year. is that,
3: or when was it? When you uh, I mean, how, how long back, of a break did you get?
8: I think we start back maybe late January. Oh no, we start back like January, about probably next week or Cause something. Because students come back next
3: week, I want to say.
8: Yeah, I mean, so we should be starting very soon after that. So that's that's time to grow literally you know i gained 13 pounds in four weeks so wow time to grow and get strong and
3: how much was that was muscle and how much was eating and was it everything in between it everything in between yeah just straight up protein powder not even protein mixing it
8: powder. Oh, we did some <laughs> creatine stuff and yeah uh setting my alarm till about mm, either about 1 or 2 a.m in the morning during workouts is eating milk and peanut butter sandwiches price how,
3: man, how many illegal steroids did you do during your college that days? would be zero. Oh yeah that'd right. be zero trying to make some headlines nah, what, what I a loser yeah how about as a long uh, snapper did you take any all le- of them
8: <laughs> <laughs> who put them in your butt I'd say what do you got <laughs> the shot in your butt cheek not like you know what i'm saying uh, well i mean <laughs> well 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, i took all the
3: steroids oh good question bryce so did you illegally put steroids into a teammate's butt no never did all right i got asked but i said no
8: <laughs> i didn't
3: get asked hey bryce I'm will you do the honors
8: no leave <laughs> <My laughs> me out of it my hands are clean well, i'm clean i'm not gonna be uh oh, a to to this is that right aiden a bedden. aiden in the bed bryce not me never
3: mind <laughs> all right uh bryce did you eat black eyed peas New you know, Day? I
8: had black-eyed peas on Munder <laughs> yesterday. Well, that don't count. They were leftovers. Oh, so I they, didn't. No, I didn't eat. They were
3: cooked for New Year's Day, but you had the leftovers. I don't know if that counts.
8: What or is not. that? What was it? What could that mean? Like in a hypothetical thing. If I don't eat a fresh black-eyed pea, but I eat a leftover black-eyed pea. Because black-eyed peas are what? What are black-eyed peas? What's the symbol of the meal
5: again?
3: I I was told collards are dollars and black-eyed peas were pennies. Uh, Shirley says black-eyed peas are good luck. Yeah, good luck. So what about Bryce eating them one day later, Shirley?
8: Can I have medium? I
9: I would say you would be a day late and a dollar short is what I would say. So I
8: just stay stay the same then from what I had last year. Okay,
9: here is okay
8: okay um
3: okay
9: i'm gonna give you the uh history of are the you black in I, route peace i uh, i am i have arrived actually oh, all right, right good um basically it dates back to the civil war and um guns
3: and Roses said i don't need no civil war <laughs> <laughs> it feeds the rich and it buries the poor
5: oh
9: um
3: <laughs> why are you shaking your head over there chandler
2: because you're just, you're just too good at what you do. I know.
9: Too glued. Too glued.
3: Good. Ba, 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 ba. How's Shirley doing? Not good.
9: <laughs> not good. Oh,
3: my gosh. <laughs> not great. <glade. laughs> not great. You're not doing too great. <laughs> what you got, Shirley?
9: Okay, there is evidence that people ate black-eyed peas as part of the Jewish holiday Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year for hundreds of years. But the tradition of cooking black-eyed peas with rice, which apparently is also another tradition... Uh, is african in origin and spread throughout the south especially in the carolinas and um well
3: i am neither african nor jewish
8: so interesting well, the, well what do they mean Have we got <laughs> that, <laughs> no, that, that we, we ain't got nowhere that website has told me nothing we ain't word, got not a single words place. To lad. Not word a. Th- okay word.
9: wait a minute let me see if this is the one that i was looking at the
8: other day because i was
3: my mm. thing is can't we eat something more, tastier
8: yeah, what else could mean good luck? Like, maybe like donuts. <laughs> yeah. You know? Donuts. Okay,
9: here it is. After the Civil War, actually, the Black Eyed Peas, uh, Black Eyed Peas, not the Black Eyed Peas, the band.
3: <laughs> they as performed in, after the Civil War?
9: <laughs> it <laughs> says, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> the
3: war is over, At the, the halftime show of the Civil War? <laughs> <Black>. <laughs> Battle of the Bulls <laughs> featuring Black Eyed Peas.
9: Black Eyed Peas made the journey to the Americas on slave ships as the bean was brought on slave ships from West Africa to feed the enslaved people who made the journey across the Middle Passage.
3: I see Bryce's frustration here. Okay. He's not asking Similar. about a history. He's <laughs> well, asking what is supposed can, to can be. Can
9: I finish?
3: Sure. Symbolically. Can I
9: finish? After, after the Civil War, eating Black Eyed Peas became more common throughout the South and was not limited to being food for the enslaved people. The Union Army raided the Confederate Army's food supplies during the Civil War and they took everything that they considered edible, with the exception of black-eyed peas. At this point, the Confederate Army had to eat whatever they could and ate the beans out of necessity. And those troops survived. So that's where the uh, that particular part of the tradition derived from.
8: Once again. So what's the symbol of eating them? Good luck. <laughs> Or bad luck? makes you strong. It's it's
9: kind of loosely based on the Southern phrase, eat poor on New Year's and eat fat the rest of the year. It's supposed to bring you good luck.
8: So good luck. All right, That's what I was
9: trying to say, Uh, but he thought that my Civil War thing was a Yankee-related thing, and he, you know, earlier in the show. Good luck. So technically, yes, it was Yankee-related. The Yankees stole everything but the Black Eyed Peas.
3: Let's start some new traditions, where you sure. eat good foods. Yeah, foods we enjoy.
8: Yeah, what would yours I enjoy? Be? Black wings. eye
9: peas. Chicken wings. Just because you don't like them doesn't yeah. mean that I have to. Fair enough.
3: Well, I'm not going to ask you to start my new lasagna on New Year's Day tradition. I'll do it myself. Sure. Go and right I'll on. have good luck. <laughs> What's your luck food going to be, Bryce? My luck food be mom's meatloaf. Bryce's mom's meatloaf is going to be spread throughout the world that is something yeah. i
2: have not had in a minute his mom's meatloaf
3: my mom's anybody's meatloaf,
2: meatloaf. <laughs> i don't do meat i haven't had anybody's meatloaf in uh, a i remember time. telling
3: you uh, my wife cooked meatloaf and you said i ain't had meatloaf in so long and i still haven't man won't your mama make you a meatloaf it's good no.
8: i love me go home this weekend get you a meatloaf Can I with get a peas meatloaf? Meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and peas. Mm. I might get <laughs> my grandma I don't like peas either. You <laughs> eat black-eyed peas, but not peas? peas? Sweet peas? Sweet peas or garden
9: peas, I guess that's what they're referred to. No, you I don't are, touch them.
3: You know what, Shirley? You're a crazy person. Officially. Crazy. <sighs> okay,
9: uh, mister, I think these traditions are stupid.
3: I was on the fence, but you have fallen on the crazy person side.
9: Well, it's like in the South. We don't hide our crazy. We put them out on the porch <laughs> and
3: give it a glass of sweet tea. And put it right on your plate. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you would choose black-eyed peas over garden peas. Yep, all day long. How many times on Sunday? Twice. Twice. Wow! Wow! How about that? Uh, open up the booty bag, Shirley Rhodes. Mm, we got booty. a full booty,
9: booty, 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 everywhere. Booty, 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 including booty, the trophy everywhere. that we brought home.
3: We have a full pot of Shirley's black-eyed peas. To give away the caller 12.
9: Uh, yeah, no. No.
3: Nah. And now the lines are empty. <laughs> uh, uh, 317 1250. Shirley, what do we have to give away today?
9: How about a uh, shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's?
3: Mm. Shrimp tacos on New Year's Day. I like mm. some shrimp tacos. That's good
8: luck. I could do that. that I
5: don't do shrimp, but the
3: tacos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chandler don't eat them, though. No, no, nothing I don't do seafood I don't do, no, I don't do that. All right. No Shirley seafood for me. Shirley doesn't do
5: seafood either.
3: Well, the callers are calling in. They want some seafood. 317-1250. We'll have our winner. We'll have more. I was going to say we should talk to our winner every day on the show, like we did on uh, the Treasure chest.
9: Yeah, but I hope we don't have to ask a question every day because that's 365 days of uh, a lot of questions. See
3: if our winner wants to go on with us and answer a question.
9: Okay, I'm looking for Caller 5, by the way. Caller
3: 5, back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richardson. Josh Hooten and Heath Nesbitt, First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Chad Carwine of Greenville, who picked up uh, a shrimp taco, courtesy of Chico's. And uh, Clip, I've got Chad on the line, if you would like to speak to him. Awesome, yeah.
3: Continuing our treasure chest tradition, I thought... uh, Get to know some of our listeners that maybe didn't win in the treasure chest. And uh, Chad Carwine joining us. Car, wine, two good things. You don't want to mix those things. No. You don't want to have wine in the car. No. Chad, how are you doing? Doing all
6: right. How are you all doing? Happy
3: New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Chad. And you told Shirley that this is the second radio prize you have won today. So I got to ask, did you have black eyed peas on New Year's Day?
6: i did not but i was listening to the conversation and it kind of feels like i, I might have you
3: know? yeah uh, what did you eat lucky. it was lucky so what did you eat on new year's day on uh,
6: new year's day what did we have i think it was like chicken wings watching games and stuff like there that. there you go you know? so yeah just kind of laid back lots of leftovers still you know from the holiday
3: i'm eating uh chicken wings next new year's mm-hmm. day and everybody else should uh-huh. all right uh chad uh we'll, we'll make it quick anybody got a question for chad Chandler. Oh, sorry. Chad, what do you do?
6: I actually work at ECU.
3: Okay, cool. What are you? Basketball coach?
6: No, I'm not. I'm the uh, sustainability manager for the university. So, uh, environmental thing.
3: Awesome. Mm, that sounds. Oh, that's
6: cool. The, huh. the university more efficient and stuff like there that. There we
3: go. Good deal. All right. Yeah. Save the power bill. Chad, uh, do you like cheerwine?
6: Uh i got to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of it. Wow. Mm. So I lived in Greensboro for three years and worked at UNCG. So I did try it. I have tried it multiple times.
3: Hmm.
8: Y'all like Cheerwine? I'll drink I'll it. i don't drink it. But I wow. Don't, I don't drink sodas, really, but right. I, li- I liked Cheerwine when I did.
6: That's the thing with me. I don't drink soda uh, hardly at
8: all. All right, health nuts. It's fine. Sorry, man. My dad has a
2: buddy that he went to school with here at ECU that is actually addicted to Cheerwine.
3: All right, I like that guy. Um,
2: but Chad, your last name's Car Wine. What is your uh-huh. What is your dream car? And what's your favorite wine? Oh. Good questions.
6: Dream car, um, I guess I'd have to say probably like a one of those new like Ford Lightning electric trucks. I'd really like to uh, get a big raise at work so I can afford something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right.
6: And uh, wine, probably just something light uh, like a. I don't know, like a white wine, Pinot Grigio or something like that. Okay. okay. Big, not a big wine drinker either.
9: What about Chardonnay?
6: You know, it's not bad. I, I did have some uh, uh, champagne on New Year's Eve, you know, some of the bubbly. There
9: so. <laughs> you go. Know, because I, I have a giant bottle of Chardonnay in my refrigerator, I can't get rid
3: of it. <laughs> you throw it in the prospect.
9: <laughs> yeah, throw, it in, throw it in the prospect there.
3: <laughs> when I was 17, I had strawberry wine. Mm. my first taste of love Yeah. yeah 17 Mm. that's right great song it was bittersweet (laughs) Uh,
8: that hot july moon bryce you got a question i'm good everybody's sort of hitting everything (laughs) all the questions we had you were i was curious yeah man all
3: right fair enough well chad congratulations man
8: all right thanks a lot and uh
6: y'all take care
3: yep we will all right chad uh, see you chad why'd you say it like that
9: because said, right, he was he's a chad or was oh, a, chad. Yeah, a
3: fellow chad i'm a fellow chad oh uh, speaking of chad this is bad uh-oh oh you're rhyming uh chad Morse on twitter said meatloaf is what killed my dog zeb oh my god
9: oh he said, what kind of meatloaf did he yeah. he
3: said last meatloaf my mom ever cooked
9: <laughs> no, <laughs> no way
3: <laughs> that's, that's a terrible story i know it's he awful way to throw your, your dog died the to meatloaf man Mom's awful. I think that Chad and his dad the the mom's meatloaf was so bad they sacrificed the dog so she'd never make it again.
8: Oh my god. Yikes.
9: Y'all are terrible. <laughs> Dude, can you That not? was terrible.
3: Is that should I know? I don't know. I don't know, but you wrong really well not in that listening. <clears throat> yeah, I hope Chad's mom's not a loyal listener like uh like Chad is. The Killer Meatloaf, my mm. goodness, that's scary. Yeah,
2: coming out twenty twenty three, coming out summer twenty twenty three. Killer Meatloaf, Killer Meatloaf, Cocaine Ooh. Bear, and it's,
3: and it's best. It's
2: you
9: know what? That might be one movie that has never been made.
2: It's based on that. uh It's based on that story. It's based on a true story. <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> Loosely based on a true story.
3: <laughs> a family ki- in Winterville. Yep, the dog dies because of the meatloaf, my and goodness. then
9: rises again and. I don't
3: know. Wait, Zombie Dog?
9: Yeah, Zombie Dog.
3: That's mm. the sequel. Oh, okay. See how easy it is to be out in Hollywood and make this stuff. Oh yeah, we easy. just made two blockbusters. Oh, easy. we gotta
9: <laughs> we gotta get bright. We gotta get Bryce in L.A. on the phone. There Killer Meatloaf. Easy peasy. Uh, we've got we've got ideas.
3: Killer Meatloaf too. Rise. I mean, of we
9: could we could actually get him a brand new wardrobe based on our ideas.
3: oh Bryce in yes. uh, L.A. Yep. Get him some new bright tight pink shorts. Uh-huh. Mm. There yeah. we go fuchsia bryce williams should Dude. dress up as bryce in la for halloween
9: that would be fantastic
3: do you own shorts that are like two inches uh
8: um, i mean i prefer daisy dukes
9: wait yeah.
3: two inches above the knee or two like no above your like crotchal area
8: <laughs> no, no none like that <laughs> what word is that Crock- crotchal <laughs> crotchal no no short i mean i like a little shorter shorts but not that short i'm like more like a eight inch seam kind of guy all
3: right the old eight six entry. inches gets a little too short. The old sixer. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. I'm a foot long man myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to wear jams. All right.
9: I see. have been looking for a pair of jams for years. Just so you know.
3: James,
8: jam. Jams, what are jams?
3: Jams are like in the '90s. They were popular like below the kneecap, and usually came oh. in. uh would you say like bright colors Shirley? bright colors a
9: lot of floral patterns um but it's
3: almost like wearing a bathing like a long bathing suit or something kind of
9: they they really resemble board shorts yeah
3: yeah board shorts
9: um but they were like the thing to wear Hmm. along with swatch watches which i finally
8: got for christmas swatch watch
3: we will take a break come back we'll go pirate radio outdoors And have more for you when we return. P.R.L. back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Uh, it was a down day for the stock market. The Dow was down 10 points, closed at 33,136. NASDAQ was down 79 points at 10,300. 86, and the S&P dropped 15 points, closed out the day at 3824 That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip.
3: All righty. Tyler M. says, I love seeing on-location videos on, the, on YouTube that you guys put out good stuff. Troy D, Ellerby, Chandler, Jenny, uh, Big Dog. They do a great job with those on-location videos, uh, highlighting our awesome sponsor. So thanks for checking those out, Tyler. Eric says, great show today, y'all. Strong start to 2023. I feel like we closed 2022 in a very positive, complimentary mindset, and that has carried over to 2023. So uh, we are going to be more kind and polite and in tune the listeners are gonna take that from us pay it forward and start giving off that kindness and uh appreciation and positive vibes
2: did someone say in tune
3: in (laughs) tune in tune bryce has always been a very respectable respectful young man i try to be with a positive outlook thank you i would say Bryce, uh, let's do a lightning round of Pirate Radio Outdoors. Tell us what's been going on. Uh,
8: well, unfortunately, the deer season uh, went to an end yesterday. I did not shoot a deer this year. So, mm. And I was like, Man. would you stop complaining? So she's, you know, I was a little Oh, uh, You've been talking about it around yeah, the house. Yeah, I've been talking about it around the house. But, you know, I mean, I saw plenty of deer, so I didn't have a terrible deer season. It wasn't last year. Um, but, hey, just going to make, make improvements. And uh, I can just look forward to next year. Um, so now it's you know sort of been duck hunting and well swan hunting. Well, you know I was able I went on a swan hunt. and so Man, able, you ragged
3: up on uh, some birds. So I was able
8: to get the swan, so that was a bucket list of mine. So I was able to do that last Thursday. Then we went on the goose hunt, and my buddy shot some two woodies, shot some geese. So
3: amazing I, how big those birds are when you look at them up close and when you're holding one. Oh yeah, for me
8: anyway. Yeah, so, oh yeah, geese are pretty. They're pretty heavy. I would, I mean they're. I got some weight to them um that was a fun hunt so i've been i've been doing it um you know probably gonna focus on duck hunting and all that for the most of this month since it goes out next this month so i got a few weeks left to that so i hope that i can um have a good waterfowl season unlike my deer season and then um just keep it going and then obviously try to get on the water so because the boat needs to be ran my goodness
3: some unseasonably high uh hot temperatures here yeah seven uh 75 the high on tuesday 78 on wednesday 69 on thursday And then the weekend you get to some 50s with lows in the 30s so but still like
8: yeah it's uh i mean it feels great but like i said i like when it's the season when it's the month it's supposed to be chilly i'd like it to be that way but you know can't complain good weather bryce thanks for joining us man thanks for having me and uh kicking off a new
3: year we'll uh, talk to you again next week we will get you ready for ecu hoops on tomorrow's show still got some mike schwartz to get to steven patrick mason and the voice jeff charles gonna join us and a lot more we'll talk to you then everyone for shirley
1: Rhodes, chandler honeycutt the crew here at pirate radio i'm clip rock so long everybody thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation